All right, let's start this episode, episode 155. Yeah, we're supposed to start early. Well, we kind of are, technically. Technically, we're starting bit. early. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. wants to follow the rules over here. Yeah. I want to follow the rules. You know, that's train derailment 1001 this week, uh, according to the transportation secretary. Thanks, Derek, for derailing us so quickly. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm Tim. I'm here with Dan. Welcome. Hello. Uh, Derek's here. Yeah. Jeffrey. Kanye was right. And nope. God, damn it. I Derek, God damn it. I beat Derek to it. God damn it. Howdy, Hitler was right. Jesus. <laughs> no, oh, God. Ow. Wow. I gotta, I gotta go. See ya. Yeah, Dan's out. Dan's like, I actually have an audience on my Twitch channel. I can't be fracking. <laughs> yeah, but, you but they all hate me, and they've never met me. So. I mean, can hey. you blame them, though? Can you blame you. them, though? Can you, hey, just can you blame them? Kyle goes, they've met you. <laughs> to clarify, I just mean Kanye was right when he said that Beyonce had a better music video. Oh god! That's right. Yeah, I'm talking about you that. Know what? Oh, our, no, Jeff, yeah. that's our fault. We didn't let you finish. Yeah, you can. Oh you wow! Finish. Gosh, this is just that's an onion us. of a joke. <laughs> this is more Kanye than I've ever talked about literally in my entire life. Yeah, like why like, are we minute about thirteen Con- of Kanye talk? I don't know how like, we landed on him. I'm. I kind of want to kill myself a little bit. Here but. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> just don't do put that. a just, mask on. Just quit a social media just platform. The it's the same just thing. All right, guys, we're gonna kick things off with. A little family night game of Hangman. All right, so let me share my screen. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a good time. All right, here we go. So I came up with a couple phrases that are related to our podcast and or video gaming in general. And we've done this game before. uh, I don't think I have. Maybe you guys did on the show, but on the... I thought it was like you and I did it, like when it was Fathers of the Grind. You know, we... Actually, we might have back in back yeah, in those days, but it's, it's not as fun with one or two people, right? So, um, so, so I, I picked hang, out a bunch then, of phrases. Um, yep. When's Kanye gonna just you know? Oh no, no. Dan, we're Dan. done. We're done. We're this is twenty twenty three. This is the new us. I mean, that dude sucks. Am I right? That's right, Derek. <laughs> new us. Yeah, new man. Kanye. I don't know what to say about anything anymore. <laughs> All right, let's Sorry, jump Dad. right in. We'll go uh, reverse alphabetical. So that's Kyle. That starts with you. Uh, pick a letter. For our first phrase, and listeners, it is a so it's a phrase four, from a game forward e. phrase. It's or or related to our uh, show. So, e okay. as in Edward. All right, we got an E. We're safe so far. Jeffrey. Edward. Can I guess what it is? <laughs> I no, guess we all lose. I know what we'll, it is too. We'll lose if you. Oh, you do? Okay, then yeah. I'll wait. Uh, T. T. All right, Derek. That was what I was gonna pick. H. <laughs> all right. Dan? L. All right. Does everyone know what it is? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Say it. The, the Last of Us. <laughs> I think Jeff may have caught it first with a second after he caught it. I caught yeah. it. So I, I and by the way, it. it's... So what it did was I put a whole bunch of phrases in, and it's throwing these at me in random order. So I actually am not... Oh, okay. oh that's cool. That's cool. Until we get okay. He looks right, really so happy to survive that. Hang that on. was The Last of Us. Um, this one is a... Two word phrase with five letters and then seven letters. And they're not, do you, I don't know if you can tell us this or you want to leave us in suspense. Are they all titles or are they some of the nope. phrases? No, some of them are related to like us, our podcast okay. and, and whatever. So, um, so who did the last one? Kyle whoever. went first last time. Yeah, I went first. All right. So whoever went last time, the next person, just go ahead and go. Give us a letter. Oh, that's me then. Um, Okay. Uh, S. Uh huh. That's a, we got an S. You say B or D? T. Oh, T. He said neither of those. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Dan. 
Um, N. Oh, you said that a little too harshly. I'm, right. not, I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> you didn't like the way you said Jesus. it. Jesus. Oh that was God. very negative. We might need to restart this episode. This is- <laughs> I know. <laughs> like Louis, C. Louis C.K. when he's like, don't, put the, don't say the N-word. You're putting the word in my head. <laughs> you say the word. <laughs> All right, so we've gotten uh, three of these letters so far are in this phrase. Uh, Kyle? Uh, I. Yep. Jeff? Something. Uh, e. No Damn. E. Good job, Derek. Yeah, good job. Good job, asshole. Good job, Hanging's beginning. <laughs> R. Stop breaking the laws. There's no R. Oh God. Dan. Um. C. Oh, of course. I know what it is. I'm an idiot. There's no C. Kyle? All right. I don't know what it is, so I'm going to guess, and then you can guess what it is, Jeff. Uh, yeah, ugh. A. Yes. Final oh, Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that makes nice. Final Fantasy. Nice. That makes me so mad. Hooray. Uh, Dan just lost a lot of followers, even more than he lost with a Kanye comment. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Dan's right. followers are trash. <laughs> All right, this is, next one is also a, nice. a two-word phrase. Both of these have seven letters. Derek, we start with you this time. Uh, let's just go S. No S, Dan. Wow, wow. Well, then it doesn't exist, then. It's not a word. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? T. <laughs> T. There's two Ts. Titties. Kyle. It's just that word twice. Uh, I, I don't know what this would be. M. Mary. M. Oof. No, M. Jeffrey? Uh, got two T's to begin each word so far. R. You say R? As in R, you go into the mall later. That's what I'm asking. There's oh, several. Good. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Derek? Uh, A. This is interesting. I don't know what this is. Oh, wow. It's not the same word. Okay. Oh, wait. I see now. Okay. They might have put this one in wrong now that I'm looking at it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It looks weird. But go ahead. Uh, Dan, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. L? No. What are you trying to kill us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kyle? Why? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Try hard tracker. Uh, try yeah. hard tracker. Yeah. The try hard, try hard tracker. tracker. <laughs> I forgot I put this one in there. Oh, that's good. Self promoting there. A huh? little self. Yes. Little try hard. Look how happy so, the try hard is. Yeah. Right? No. Well, he did, he, he did get choked out, so I mean, he yeah. has a good reason to be yeah. semi happy. All right, let's do. Let's yeah, do at that's, least one that's more. Be a let's do at least one more. We can, we can do more a different time. Let's do at least one more here. We got a three word phrase, five letters. Seven letters, five letters, and then we'll start with uh, Dan because I think Derek. Can I, I, can, I know what it is already. I'll let we'll, we'll let it go a little bit, but I don't right. think I know what it is. Dan, go ahead, get, kick us off. Okay. Uh, T. Yep. All right, I know what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is it? I know what it is. Can I say it? Trash, garbage, trash. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, trash. Oh, yeah. I thought that's what the last trash. one was, so I was already like on it. Right, that was so when too I, easy. When I, I counted the letters, I was like, "Yeah, great." 
I'll do one more. And then I promise we'll move on. We got a lot of games to talk about. Five letters, four letters, and five letters. Last one. Jeff, you kick us off since Kyle got that one. Uh, S is in Samuel. Got it. That's one S on the last word. Derek? T. One T in the first word, Dan? S in the T's. A. Couple of A's, first and second word, Kyle. E. Yep, couple of E's. Oh, of course. Jeffrey. Beta. Metal Gear Square. <laughs> so close. You just lost all the money, though. <laughs> Metal Gear. <Solid. laughs> Metal Gear Solid. For this well, I really game. wanted that first word to be beta, but whatever. Beta. It's like, it's beta. Like one of those, cuck, um... Betas. <laughs> <laughs> It's like whenever the 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 uh, wheel of fortune answer is so freaking obvious, and then like the guy whoever's guessing oh, gets like man. when the he mispronounced it and lost all that wrong. money. Yeah, Dude. one one time I think that it was, was a celebrity wrong. wheel of fortune. They missed one letter. Like they it was supposed to be plural, and they messed it up. And and Pat Sajak had to be like, yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. Like I can't give that to you. You didn't yeah. say it. You didn't say it completely. And the guy was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's like, this isn't Family Feud, buddy. This is literally a game about letters. Like, you have to. It's about accuracy. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, well, let's get into some stuff that we are playing outside of Hangman, obviously. Let's add that to the list, everybody. But I want to kick things off with a game that I actually didn't expect to talk about this week because it is in early access for folks who got the deluxe edition with Like a Dragon Ishin. Do I have to. I have to yell it. Yeah, right? you have to get excited. Okay. I think I can just yell Ishin or Ishin, however you say that, but I don't have to yell the whole thing. I think it's just that word. No, you have to be like depressed when you say like a dragon. Like a dragon. Ishin! Like a dragon. Ishin! Yeah, that's absolutely right. That's canon. That's canon, everybody. That's the most involvement I'm going to have in this because it's a very interesting looking game. It looks awesome. But a couple of you are playing it. I know that this series, and Kyle, you can tell us more about it, like how it's connected to the series. But some of you are super fans, especially Kyle, of this series. So tell me about this game. You got early this access is, to this it. This is Kyle's uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah I, I'm it, like, well, Harry Potter's been my Harry Potter game, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> No, I mean, in terms of like, I was already a fan. Fa- oh, fan, like pre-existing yeah, fandom. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is my obsession, sense. that type of thing. Um, yeah, I'm like six and a half hours in. I really spent my day playing. Okay, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. What do you mean? The game just came out. I know. Six and a half hours. I took the day off, man. Uh, Derek's like, Ishin. Yeah, yeah, Ishin. Um, There's a bunch of Ishin. Anyways, yeah. Give me the elevator pitch real quick before you talk about... Man, you know, the elevator pitch is is that, like, you're taking a lot of familiar faces and character models from, like, the Yakuza series, and they're they're kind of personalities in a way, you know, and you're bringing them over and repainting them into this, like, samurai story. It's, like, takes place in 1867. Um, you know, so like it, it's kind of like the, the samurai days are still around. It's not like the it, it is the waning days. There's a lot of Ronin and stuff like that. And it all plays into the story of like, you know, these fiefdoms and stuff like that that are kind of like being oppressed by the like, you know, the greater empire. Um, and like so you as a character and all those characters are like mix max now. So maybe like bad guys are now allies, you know, like in terms of like your faces, you know, in terms oh, of nice. your relatability okay. to previous series. So you're actually recognizing so, character models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, you know, okay. and like again, and their personalities are kind of intact as well. They just may be on like a different side of things this time. Um, and the story Sorry, is, is like a 
Uh, yeah, Harry Potter, absolutely. Okay, okay. gotcha, no. gotcha. <laughs> Thanks for joining. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we're and, talking about, uh, it's, it's, about it's, it's a revenge story, you know, without <laughs> like uh, going into like kind of what happens at the beginning. Because the beginning is kind of a it's a big pop up a story, and I, I don't want to give away anything that goes on. But you know, it, it's 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 a real it's a real big drama, like these Yakuza games always are. It's and uh, the combat I'm really enjoying. You know, it, it's Yakuza combat, so if it hasn't been wowing you or you know even entertaining you at all. You know, until now, it's that's not going to change. You know, so it's it, not it is... like the Like a Dragon game we got a couple years ago. No, 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 no. So, okay. so now, so Like it's a like Dragon judgment. that the Yakuza that's series a little confusing like a to me because this is called Like a Dragon. So it's which always this, been called so, yeah. Like a Dragon in Japan. Okay, and 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 much like we all thought Resident Evil was going to turn into like Biohazard whenever Seven came out, we're like, oh, they're merging mm-hmm. the names finally. Yakuza yeah. actually did that, where they're like, nothing's called Yakuza anymore. You got Yakuza one through six, and now there's Like a Dragon, which is Yakuza eight, you know. But mm-hmm. if it's called Like a Dragon seven, Like a Dragon eight, or whatever, and then you have this series, which is Ishin, which is always over there, been Like a Dragon, but here it never came out, so we're getting it for the first time. Yeah. So hence the yeah, name. Yeah, because this know. game well, not only came out before, right? Yeah, it came it's, out. It's been ago. yeah, 2013 or something like that. They had to remake yeah. it to do to do. Yeah, they remade it in the Dragon Engine, in the same engine as, like, the last couple games. The Dragon Engine. So I have a question for you, since I'm not as far in, and you're saying, and I have have done some combat, so I saw, like, when you start the game, it's clearly Yakuza, like, old-school Yakuza. Yeah. But but this has swords and guns. Do you... Does that make you feel like you're playing a different game at all? Or? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so the you know in terms of like the the style of the combat, it's similar. You know, it's a lot of flourishes, it's a lot of parries, it's a lot of dodging around and stuff like that, and just kind of like beating your way through through fights. But now you like you said, you have a sword and pistol and stuff, so it does kind of change things because usually weapons in old games would break after a few hits. Obviously, they don't do that now. You actually have a gun that you're constantly upgrading. You actually have a sword that you're constantly upgrading or buying new oh. ones. Um, you know, you have like armor and stuff like that that you're wearing. It's by no means like Ghost of Tsushima or anything like that, obviously. And Derek, if you played a little bit of it, you can obviously already see that. It is a Yakuza yeah, yeah. game <laughs> with yeah, uh, samurai crazy. painted on top of it. Um, uh, but like the combat is still pretty interesting, you know, like it, it's fun. And, and, and like all Yakuza games, you're unlocking a lot of moves. So what you start with is very basic. But at the end of it, you're doing some pretty like elaborate like combo combinations and stuff like that. Um, it's a lot of fun, you know, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. The, the world that I'm in now is like super small, like even for like a Yakuza game, uh, but it's dense. There's a lot of stuff there and everything like that. So you're constantly doing stuff, uh, you, you know, like, your like classic a little side arena missions. or fight, like a fight area when you're in combat. Is that how it kind of, but like the arena is just where you were, but okay. there is kind of, it does kind of block itself off a little bit of a boundary ways. sets up. Yeah. Maybe fight. people will come up and like, you know, like they'll, they'll be spectators or whatever. Um, there, you, you can't, you don't have just free range to run all over the map. Um, I could be wrong on that. They may have changed that in this one. That's how they've worked in Yakuza in the past. I just, I don't, I just do a lot of hitting. I don't do a lot of running around and stuff like that. Yeah. It's always really close quarters. Like when you're fighting in these games, yep. unless it's like yeah. a boss fight or something like that. So Yakuza games just are always like these really close, like streets and hall- hallways and uh, alleyways and stuff like that. So there's the, it's the arenas aren't too big, I would say, because you're that's trying to always put you towards something to pick up and use or, or something like that. So there being a boundary kind of helps you with the combat as well. Um, so you said it's not a huge boundaries. area. This these games are typically kind of like linear with open areas, right, where you can kind of sidetrack, but you're mostly 
in so a, it, it's it's or? it's a it's really an open world like uh and okay. all yakuza games and, and just like a gta game like there is a letter you know an icon on the map that's like okay that's a main story but then there's all these other icons and letters on the map that you could just walk up to and it's like okay. oh this is a side thing or this is a mini game or this is karaoke or whatever you know uh, and this is just like that, you know, so this has all that many stuff that these games are known. Yeah. For. Oh, yeah. I did karaoke nice. for like a whole hour today. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. The yeah, songs are like traditional Japanese. No, nah, they're called singing bars. It's a way to get like a, a cute, you know, uh, yeah, a, yeah a cute thing in, in the I game. That's like reminiscent. Maybe they did. I don't know. I doubt it. But like, you know, people go up, you go up there and you perform like a, a song and stuff like that. And it's uh, silly. Uh, and the, you're encouraged to do it because you're constantly building like relationship meters, like with like all the shopkeepers and stuff like that. So like sh- shopping with these people or doing errands for these people or helping them make ramen or whatever or, or doing, you know, uh, again, doing um, uh, karaoke and stuff like that. It all like increases this meter. And when the meter feel, feels like guess you get something, you know, I don't really know yet. But that's pretty classic for all Yakuza games as well. So. Yeah, yeah, they they didn't do too much, you know, to like reinvent the wheel here. It's it's the same Yakuza flavor. Uh, it's the same kind of pacing and everything like that. Just got a really cool backdrop, you know. I really like, uh, you know, it's about. I, I don't know if y'all if y'all watch anime, so Dan, maybe you know this term, but like they do a lot of anime? mentions of the wolves of Mibu, you know, like which is the Shinshingumi, you know. Mm, okay. Um. Okay. So like they're they're kind of like the brutality, like police force, like kind of. Yeah. That kind of came out of like uh you know the empire or uh, you know from the emperor to kind of like mm-hmm. control everybody you know but they were like bad motherfuckers you know sorry yes the, yes uh, sorry for the drop but that's what they were you know but they that's were ridiculous yeah ridiculous language uh, I know yeah <laughs> I was already ro- the train was already rolling I'm like I mean it was like crooked crooked cops right I mean that's what you know it was like crooked kind, cops. yeah I mean it's all power you know corrupts and everything like that so yeah, people yeah, yeah. you know Ronan would just join to become Shinshingumi and they were you know they were just ex criminals that became police officers you know and now and like the whole idea is you're trying to infiltrate like their ranks to like get someone from within because of this revenge show that you're on and uh just all the name drops these are all like historical names and and phrases and stuff like that and uh factions you know it's just a fictional story so uh it's pretty cool that uh you know i was telling you guys in chat they use just tons and tons and tons of jargon that i'm like boy i'm glad there's a glossary that you can just press start whenever you see a word you don't understand because they they throw out a lot of stuff even that i'm like i don't know what that is um so yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm I'm really enjoying it a lot. Uh, I hope it doesn't like totally take over my life because I'm still enjoying Hogwarts too. But boy, so even this like game, this you know, wolves very of much my thing you talked about, they they would explain that in that little glossary, right? They would give you like the background of that. Is that what you? They about? they I I didn't press it because I I knew what that was, so I didn't uh-huh. I didn't look for it at that point. But the game itself explains what it is explains very cool. detailed. Like yeah, the game like because even your characters like I don't know what that is, and they're like, well, let me tell you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, some bad people, dude. You. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. So, um, anyone who likes Yakuza is going to really like, like this. 30 minutes straight. So I was like, damn. That's, Pops, yeah, it's a Metal Gear Solid game in that. Like, every cutscene is like an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, very, I think very the most intrigued. egregious cutscenes, and I'm talk- I'm including some of the Metal Gear ones from past, had, like, in terms of just length, had to be the Xenosaga games on the PS2. Oh, Xenosaga. So Dude, Xenosaga like, was like a movie. Yeah, they that's yeah, yeah. It was, you're like watching 40, an anime movie, yeah. 40, 45 minute cutscenes sometimes. <laughs> it was insane. awesome. It was awesome. They were so Metal well Gear Solid 4 so still good. has the longest one, clocked at like 133 minutes or something like oh. that, but like, uh, uncut. Yeah. That's one constant cutscene. <laughs> Uh, oh, Kojima's I remember, I remember, I remember a long one. I didn't remember that. that game, so everyone can shh. Yeah. That's long for a movie when I was expecting a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's Dang. a long one. 
that's for sure. But, but also, uh, so Kyle, is this is this what you were expecting from this? Does it feel like yeah. a remake of an old game? Does it feel like a new entry? No, it it, it kind of feels like the Kiwami games where it's like, oh, I know this is like old. There's some old bones here, but like okay. the makeup yeah. that they put on top of it makes it feel just so uh, like it was built today. You know, hmm. this doesn't feel that much different from Yakuza Six. You know, you know, one of the later oh, nice. entries. You know, uh, for that for that matter. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's super good. And this is a game I always like read about on like message boards and like only saw trailers for and would see gameplay every once in a while, like on YouTube, but like a very through the looking glass, like, oh, we're never going to get that game. This is so, yeah. this sucks. You know, this is, that's the game. That's, that's the closest you got to learning Japanese, isn't it? Like, cause you, yeah, yeah you that's, it. I'm like, I'm going to import this game. And I'm just yeah. going to let it play in front of me. You know? <laughs> um, and it, it just, so I'm, it's, it's a miracle we even have it. You know, I, I think because of Ghost of Tsushima and like this sudden pop for be like, Hey guys, samurais are cool. You know, like, which is so weird that everyone well, just the Yakuza like, series. This. It just got way more popular towards the end, right? That too. Yeah, I think, I think here, the, yeah. uh, this, the love for uh, samurai in general and then this this rise Yakuza in the West, uh, this yeah. fandom or whatever. I think, like I think a Dragon was a pretty big hit for them. It's a huge pretty. hit, yeah. Six, it started really picking up. Like So I think this is a good chance for them to continue using that title yeah. here, which they've already, like you said, been using in Japan for a while. But they, they're like, hey, let's keep using that title and do a throwback to a samurai age. And I think... Anyone who sees that title is like, oh, cool. It's part of that series from the game I played a year and a half yeah. ago. Yeah. Whenever that game came right, out. Right, right. See, it wouldn't have made sense to call this game Yakuza because Yakuza, like, that yeah. was a thing, you know? <laughs> so. Well, I get it. That's cool. Well, I'm glad you're liking it. Uh, is anyone else playing it? I know that, not that you could give us more insight than Kyle did. Anyone else playing no, it? No, well, I, can, I can, definitely can't get more insight than that because I only played an hour. And then I, I was like, an hour. I was like, yeah. and then, and then I was like, I couldn't get my mind off of a cave I was stuck in in Hogwarts, so I had to switch over to that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I mean, mean, that's that's what happens. My initial you know? impressions yeah. as somebody who's I have finished um, a couple Yakuza games, and I've I've definitely played a lot of the other ones. Not a lot of them, but just played them all. I sure. own them all. Um, is as soon as I started playing, I was like, oh my, okay. I definitely was expecting more as far as I thought it would play a little different. But again, I'm just in the beginning. That's why I was asking Kyle, like, does, is it going to feel a little bit different? But it felt like it felt like a Yakuza game. And so I was like, oh, OK, once I yeah, get into that, the, the combat's going to change up enough where I'm like, it, it's going to always feel familiar. But, you know, you're going to be like, yeah. oh, there's there's more stuff to do. And if you're changing your styles and stuff like that, you know, yeah. like, it'll keep to it me, fresh. I've always been drawn into the desire to play these games. Uh because of the story and characters yeah and i've always stopped mainly because i will say i'm not in love with the gameplay like i'm not just talking about this game i'm saying in general for the yakuza games i don't think they're bad they're just not my cup of tea yeah but, I, I, uh, I can see that but this is one that i'm like kind of hoping that i think it's a good starting point because mm -hmm. it happens before basically everything and then like you said yeah everybody's kind of randomized it's it's not a hey this is a sequel like this is the sixth one so you should probably catch up or you should have to watch a video yeah. because i mean it might as well take place in a different universe you know exactly like, so. so this feels like this is a game where i could just play it and not feel like i have to play other ones so that's why i don't mind yeah, yeah. starting here i feel that. Are cool you know so, Samurai yeah. are very See, It's cool. an easy gateway. I can't, I can't wait to be able to start to... I'm not sure when it happens in the story, but, like, I'm, I've just been fighting with my fists so far in the game very early on, so I'm, yeah. I'm eager to get, you know, the gun and the sword that you're mentioning. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and to get more side quests because obviously at the very beginning you're kind of still trying to figure out your purpose in the game uh where you're somebody's you're talking to is like here's my plan here's my grandmaster plan and go do this now you're off go do this to start things up to get things going and uh i'm not i'm trying not to spoil it because it is kind of a big deal um, yeah. but uh but yeah so like that's where i'm at in the story uh, and the few fights that i had were very quite fun reminiscent of the judgment action and stuff like that um because those that's my experiences with the judgment games not judgment's so another one that's an easy one games. to jump into now because there's yeah, only two <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah and they're not connected to the yakuza series right not really so, there, there might be some bleed over we'll but like, like more easter eggs and like yeah. nods to it okay yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. It is funny when we're trying to be spoiler free and because I do the same thing. But it's like, hey, I'm at the part where you talk to the guy about the thing and he tells you, you know, to go to the other thing. Yeah. You know, right saying. at the right at the start, you know, with all the yeah. talking. It's with the guy. The guy. All right. Yeah. The guy. He's at the, the place. Also, yeah. this story introduces an aspect of samurai culture or that era that I wasn't familiar with where uh, where some some clans were just total dicks like and they just started mm-hmm. wielding their power. Yeah, uh, just because they had it, yeah. and I didn't, yep. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, well, you yeah. know, when I think of samurai, I think of people with honor and stuff I like that. I think of no, Tom no, Cruise yeah. as the last that's, samurai. You know? Samurai got, yeah, samurai got really dirty does, there at you know? the end. That's like those last, the thing I want to say that I like about like the Yakuza games is their characters are so over the top. So when oh, when yeah. you have like oh yeah, when you have a group of like baddies, they're beyond over the top. ridiculous. they'll just be like. What did you say to me? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to kick your yeah, ass. There's a lot of that where you like bump into someone in town. He's like, hey, I'm going to fight you. And it's like, they're like, okay, they're like wrestling yeah. heels. They're I like just killed heels. 20 people if you want. <laughs> like the NWO. Time to go full anime. I like when I'm in full sprint, by the way, uh, just around the small hub that you're in, in the, when you first start the game. And when I run into a dog, it yelps at me. I think that's really funny. You can't pet any of the cats or dogs. So it's <laughs> no obviously one out of 10. Two out of 10. Yeah. Out of 10. Mm, sorry, everybody. Should have led sorry. with that. We could have just skipped. Right yeah, I know. We could have skipped. <laughs> though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, that actually does sound like a lot of fun. I'm so glad it was early access for folks. So it's it doesn't another be... bad release for this year. So another far. bad release, right? Yeah. Another yeah, bad release. Like, bad list. In all seriousness, it's yet another over 80 on Metacritic of a new game is for 2023. Really? No. <laughs> well, this At least is I think it is. It might be 79, but it's like it's like a. They're always in like the 80s and stuff like that. Yeah, it's in that range. That's that's enough to be like, dude, this is a good game. Like it's in that range. So um, same with the next one we'll talk about, at least so far, and that's Wild Hearts. Both these games, there was early access available, depending on if you bought a special edition, or in this case, if you subscribed to Game Pass Ultimate, you get 10 hours access to it, or if you are an EA Play Plus super whatever subscriber whatever that's yeah there's a yeah there's a pro that's like all the games are free <laughs> there's too many too many tiers pro plus ultra plus yes exactly max i um, actually did that i didn't buy the game i just did the ea even if play you, pro but even if you like, just and think i appreciate jeff reminding me of this even if you just have game pass ultimate yep. and you've got ea play access you get 10 hours that's how i got to play a little chunk of time with like Need for Speed Unbound. That's how I got a little bit of time with this game. And so I, I like being able to, it's almost like a yeah, demo, honestly, like Dude, a lengthy it's demo. It's like the perfect amount of time. Cause usually by hour eight, I'm like, do I want to keep doing this or not? Yeah. 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 And if you do, then buy the game yeah. or subscribe to their so service. But this Derek, game... you played this game the most. I'll throw it to you. I only played a very yeah. little bit, but go ahead. Me what too. Do you think? Well, only thing I was going to say on just so people know, yes, you get 10 hours, 
but you get blocked off after the third boss. So all you can do, or beast, oh. I should say. So all you can do is just keep redoing those same. So it really is like a demo. It's it's a okay. demo. Yes. So there's a. So hard yes, you get ten that. hours, but you're blocked. It's okay. not like you can just play ten hours of the the complete. That's actually story. that's actually pretty smart. It was yeah. very. Smart. Because they give you enough content that you can decide, nah, I don't really like this. I'm not going to buy it. Or, yeah, I really like this. It's worth exploring. I'll either subscribe or I'm going to buy this thing. So you subscribed. You've been playing it for a little while. I know you like it a lot. This also, same as with Like a Dragon Ishin, it's gotten kind of that 80s-ish range of reviews. So basically, to me, that tells me, like, if you like this genre and if this game clicks with you, you're going to really enjoy it. Doesn't I'll mean be it's honest. gonna be for everyone, but um yeah, what do you think? I played it before the reviews came out and I knew I liked it, but I didn't expect reviewers to like it. Um Why is not that? as much I don't know. I just I when I was playing I was like I, I I don't know if if reviewers are gonna have as much fun with this because I feel like they were just gonna call it a monster hunter ripoff that didn't do it as well. Um and uh, some of them of course bring up I shouldn't say some, all reviewers do bring up Monster Hunter because clearly it's it's not even kind of inspired it's literally <laughs> taking from monster yeah Earth. same thing but oh, it's, it's being... the younger brother who dresses like the older brother and talks yes. like him and <laughs> sure sure yes. yeah. but, but his playlist is a little bit different one, like... yes this one has different <laughs> tricks that i personally love oh, for so sure. a couple of things that i think separate it from monster hunter one of the biggest ones is when you start Monster Hunter, most of the time you're brought into like you have your like your opening area where you do a little thing, and then you go into a town and you get overwhelmed with a gazillion things that absolutely turn me off because I'm like not just for the over talking. We already know I hate over talking, but I don't like when you tell me it's like if you start a new job and they're like we're gonna train you on everything day one instead of like <laughs> yeah. kind of piecing it together and, and can i interject you? there too derek they're not just telling you about everything they're not pausing to give you a chance to try that thing like it's no that's what as I'm you're saying. trying to like okay let me remember i gotta hold this button and hit that button to activate this thing but then they tell you 10 more things and you're like there was a way to like heal myself i forget what yeah. the buttons were because that was a long time ago and they've introduced all these new concepts to me that's part of the obtuseness of monster hunter I don't think the gameplay is all that obtuse. You hit a button to swing a sword and there's combos, but it's the it's what you're saying. Introduction to that world is overwhelming. Yeah. It could be overwhelming. And, I mean, At least the older games. The newer games are better, but yeah. Newer games are better, but even Rise had that. Like when you go into the the town area or whatever, I was like, they were telling me to go to like 50 different people. I'm like, guys, just let me go back to the battlefield. So I feel like this game does a little bit better job of that because you literally just go you do your intro area which kind of teaches you the basics and then you go to a camp and it gives you assignments and then you're in the middle of doing this assignment like one of them is like hey help this girl who's injured and when you go to help her this beast just comes in and kind of like tries to attack you guys and you end up chasing the beast and that's your first monster fight like your first legit one yeah um yeah and so that kind of it kind of get you already in the world you've only learned a couple of things and now you're just out there fighting and then they start showing you and telling you stuff as you're fighting so it's kind of a tutorial but it's not as easy as tutorial because the the beast is actually kind of difficult solo to bring down by yourself um so i feel like it, it does a better job of to me bringing players in especially if you're new to the franchise they also start you with the easiest weapon so you start with the katana which is nice. easily nice. the highlight for me 
of this game because compared to Monster Hunter weapons, this one feels the most like arcadey. Like you, there's a, and it, it does it in this game too. But there's like a like the subtle delay in Monster Hunter <laughs> games. What I mean by that is like. Even if you're locked onto a beast and you go into a combo and the beast moves, which they do a lot, <laughs> you're still stuck in your combo. There's no like, hey, you can Cancel. stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this game has that too, but because of how quick your attacks are, you don't feel like you're stuck like fighting over here while the beast is over there for like 30 minutes because you're like, can I, can I stop? Can you please Dude, stop? There's doing been the so combo? many times that I've done my big like hammer. World yeah. like vertical whirlwind, right as they move, and I'm doing it in the air to nothing. I slam the ground. There's nothing sure. there, I'm and like, that still oh, happens oh. here, where I'll okay. go into like a longer winded combo, and I'm like, yeah. I've got them all set up. I've got my yeah. power meter up. I'm gonna I go in on it. Up. Him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he freaking rolls out of the way, and I'm like over here going like this, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> quite in the air there, guy. <laughs> yeah. But overall, I just feel like it's it's a little bit more approachable. It's a little more arcadey, and then there are some systems that are built into it that I actually just think, in general, make it more fun. So there's you have these abilities to create uh, in the beginning, just kind of stack boxes. Now they help you to climb, but actually in the boss fights, you can actually jump off of them, which then leads to a more powerful ranged attack. So you kind of like. It's kind of cool because when I'm using the katana sword, you like lean back like you're doing some anime power move, and then you dive down into them. The aerial and attacks look awesome. They do look cool. At least um, the I've seen. Yeah, and then you start to slowly, as you level up and as you play the game more, you start to unlock more abilities. And it's cool because the game will, like, I was fighting a boss and it put up all these things to do, and I was like, "What are you doing? I'm just trying to create boxes." But it's actually teaching me something new. Like, one of them was you create a wall. It's almost like a, a great wall. And it just tells you right away to do it. And that unlocks it. And you just have to be able to create six crates or six boxes. Mm. And it'll automatically turn into this wall. Well, what's the benefit of the wall? The beast can eventually break the wall. But it takes a couple of powerful attacks for them to break it. So that wall gives you protection if you want to heal. Or you can also jump off that wall, which again leads to power attacks. So I just mentioned too, like the speed at which you can build and then quickly yeah. climb and jump off of them. Like you said, arcadey. It's very it, it feels fast. good. Yeah, it almost kind of sounds like um like Fortnite, but like obviously that's with yeah, the yeah. There's a little like, like, the building mechanics yeah. is extremely yeah. quick, like Fortnite. There is a little element good. of that for sure. You yeah. just yeah. drop yeah. something down and you just drop. Yeah. They yeah. clearly went Monster Hunter. Fortnite, yeah, okay, we got a thing. It's and, not a bad thing to combine with this, like again, like getting towers for elevated attacks and you know other, yeah, yeah. other use of traps. I mean, that was the thing in the trailers that kind of I was like, oh, that's that's their hook, you well, know, it's Monster Hunter they, they and then this hook. They don't make it uh, <laughs> unlimited building. I wanted to mention this too. They you actually have a sure. resource that I'm assuming yeah, Derek, you, you can upgrade up, that yep. over time. But yep. like you start with the ability to like log twelve of these spirits or whatever these wisps, whatever they are. And you get them by collecting them from specific rock piles or like rock collections or like trees. You can kind of like siphon them out of things in the environment mm-hmm. uh, and get them back. Uh, but then once you build something, you use those. And so it does. Li- it gives you some limits. That way you're not just building, you know, 100 box tall walls sure. necessarily. Yeah, you're blocked off from like 
cheesing it. Like just it's just it's another meter to keep non-stop. track of, but it, it, yep. they do it in a way that makes sense. Like it's a very <laughs> it's obvious the balance. It. Yeah. Like yeah. every time you level up, you basically unlock the ability to at least so far in the game where I've level when I'm leveling up, it'll always level up your. So let's say I picked a, a level up my attack. It'll also level up my ability to create boxes to from 13 to 14, from 14 to 15. So uh, it always levels it up by one so far. Um, so that's that's a nice thing. There's a lot to the game uh, that is a lot like Monster Hunter. So you are farming um, material from these monsters. Uh, some of them you need to chop things off their head, some their tail, some t- their mid-body. That's the other thing you can actually... This reminds me of Dragon's Dogma. You can actually cling to the monsters and then crawl to like certain um, That's cool. vulnerable areas and then yep, basically yep, yep. stick oh, Shadow of the Colossus a little bit too. I like Dude, that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah, there's, cool. I'm, I'm not overhyping this game. There's a lot of great games out, out right now. There's a lot. Like Harry Potter or Harry Potter. Hogwarts is legit one of the best games to come out this year. But as far as fun factor, just like diving in, like turn your brain off and just have fun with a bunch of other like Japanese people, which again, this game's just like monster hunter where that's how I play those. Yeah. When you play co-op and you get those little Japanese signals, you're like, I don't do anything. White boys just sitting back. I ain't going to do it. Sitting back building boxes while they kill everything. I don't do it. They're using the smallest weapon. (laughs) Kyle, you're saying you actually like watch how they play and you get better at it. Yeah, I'm seriously, yeah. I got again. It doesn't sink in that match, you know. But like, I'll be right. like, I didn't know you could do that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I've uh, learned yeah. some stuff where I'm like, oh, they must have taught that to me. And I but if you that. get bong hitter sixty nine to come on, like you know you're gonna have a bad game. You know, you're like, oh, this, this <laughs> the character boy. models like stumbling. They're this, like high yeah. and drunk <laughs> or something. It. We're never gonna get through this. There are, yeah. there are definitely some clue words like bong. The number sixty nine. There's a few of them. Like yeah, yeah, mother yeah. or mom or mama. Like watch out for <laughs> twenty. Yeah, mother. To me, these yeah. games are like, and this one even more than Monster Hunter because it's a little more arcadey. Again, it is a lot like Monster Hunter. So if you hate yeah. Monster Hunter games, this is not for you. But for me, this is this is the equivalent of a really good version of Destiny that's melee only. Um, I know you can use the bow and arrow weapon, which actually I was seeing people comment on because I don't use it, that they were saying in Monster Hunter games, they stay away from any like bow type of weapons and stuff like that because it's kind of crap. This game is legit like good. It feels good. It works good. good. Can you change weapons or are you like, are you locking into a certain weapon? So the, each weapon has their own like, so I think you start out, you can choose from like five and then you can upgrade whatever one you want. But, like, the basic upgrade for each one is really, like, not a lot of material. So you can kind of play around. And then once you figure out, hey, I like this weapon, then you just start leveling that up. But you can always, because you have, from fighting these beasts over and over, you're going to have extra that you could actually level up multiple Yeah, so you weapons. can play around. Just so it's like Monster yeah. or two. Like, like, so you're, for me... You're, you're rocking different I, armor, different weapons. You know, yeah, I started with match, the you know, fat sword at first. So I you start out with a katana, but I was like, oh, I, I want to try this fat sword. Uh, and I tried it, and I liked it a lot. And then I went back to the katana, I was like, no, 
I know you know what I didn't realize how slow I was with this. With Katana, you are a speedster. Like you are literally your actual character. I'm not talking about just attacks. I'm talking about running too. Is slower with the heavier. So weapons. it's like so, almost like Souls games, where like the more like heavier stuff weight, you have, yeah, the more weight you, you have, the slower you are. I, I will say, Monster Hunter has some pretty in-depth mechanics of course every weapon has its own like stances or modes or like there's different yeah. ways you can kind of shift into a new stance you take more damage but you do more damage all kinds of stuff like that in monster hunter and all their weapons this one with the katana even on that practice dummy at the beginning i was trying to learn a few combos before i went to fight that first monster in wild hearts and even there there's i forget the word for it derek but there's like a, a, a you hold in right trigger and hit uh either one of the attacks and you go into like this unlocked or unchained or whatever they call it you're mode. talking about when your meter's full yeah yeah and then you go into that mode and you can turn it off if you don't if you want to save some of that meter if you're done yeah. doing whatever combos but like my my katana went into like almost like the sword whip magic whip. yeah yeah and it so it goes into this crazy mode i was doing all these insane combos and right away i was like dude this looks so cool and i want i to me it's not a turn your brain off like maybe it is maybe it's much simpler than i'm making it but i'm I was saying like, like so once much you figure it out Okay. And you, okay. you're just going out and hunting. Like it's, Destiny. Destiny is if if I just said to you, Destiny's to turn your brain off, you you might agree with me if you haven't played it a lot because you're like, it's just a shooter. But all the systems in Destiny Destiny are actually very confusing. But once you learn them, yeah, it's literally just turn it off, go yeah. shoot things and with go, your friend. Go run a bunch of That's what this game yeah. feels like. Yeah. It feels like once you learn the systems, which are gonna take a while, but yeah. this game I just feel like does it better than Monster Hunter. But once you learn all the systems, it is 100% just a fun, like, it's not a game where I'm like, guys, I got to beat this game. I got to see the story play out. It's a game where I'm just like, I'm in the mood to just play with other people and that have is. fun. That's yeah. what this game is to me. Yeah. It's really And the good. completion aspect, too. Like, hey, I never did beat that monster. I want to go back and fight, try that monster again. Yeah. Like that, And all the that monsters be... are so, like, I'm in the second area, so there's one... Like, the first area is the one I told you you have access to on Game Pass Ultimate. And then I'm in the second area. And the I ran... Okay, so they tell you uh, a beast to go fight. Of course, Derek, being alpha male, ignores that. Runs into a different one. I'm like, ah, I'm solo. Let's do this. Let's go. That mother fricker tore me up in like two so seconds. So who's the true alpha? Then? <laughs> I mean, well, at the he, beginning, he made me look like a beta for sure. At the beginning, they do the thing that a lot of games do, which I don't usually like. It's usually fine. I just don't love it when they make you feel super weak because they put you up against a boss that you're supposed to lose to. Very and even if you do some damage, like they they want you to die. Like you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I yeah the, I, I about beast, no one. the first beast is like a freaking spaz at one point. Yeah. If you get too much damage in, it <laughs> yeah. starts going ah, and you die. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like it's part yeah. of the story. So. And then it goes to a yeah. cutscene. Like oh okay, but then yeah, exactly. I, I still there's something about that feeling I don't like as much. Like me neither, because I I was I went into it convinced I was going to be able to beat him somehow, but no, I know. there's no I way. Know. So like I I wasn't really <laughs> frustrated because I was like I'm it's supposed to lose but that, here so yeah. but it's That's a little deflating. Souls, Souls does it better because though that you do have a chance it's just very difficult. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you yeah. have the opportunity to. I don't think. Better. I mean, maybe this one is, but I don't think this is a beatable boss. Sure. I Ghost of Tsushima apparently that guy's beatable, but then it goes to the same cutscene as when he. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe this one is, but. It, yeah. yeah, it's the same cliche thing. Hopefully they'll stop doing that stuff. But 
Oh, the only thing I wanted to add is I thought it was pretty cool because, like, again, a lot of the preview stuff you see for this game, you see building boxes, jumping off that, stuff I talked about. But there's a lot of cool weapons you unlock. Like, there's, I was playing with guys who were building hammers. Like, I'm talking big hammers. And those <laughs> hammers would just fling and, and they slam that, down. I the, love the mega hammers in Monster Hunter. That's my go-to. Yeah, yeah. I love but this it. is like, this isn't a weapon. They're building it. So they might be using the katana, but they're building this big hammer that can't move. It's just in a oh. stack. Oh, okay. Like a like, trap. It, it's like on a spring and it just slams down. <laughs> oh, like wow. a trap. Like whack-a-mole. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. It's exactly what it is. It's whack-a-mole. That's pretty So awesome. it's super fun, all this stuff. It's different stuff you can build. Like right now, I have access to, I can build, um, and other people do as well when I'm playing co-op. We just build like these little fires. Like they're, they're like, uh, like basically stands and then you have a fire. What's cool about that is you don't have to push a button. You just run by it. You'll take your weapon, you'll put it through so that obviously your weapon lights on fire, but it automatically goes into a swing. So if you set those up by the monster and then run by it, you'll just swing and start a combo into the monster and start lighting mm -hmm. them on fire. And then it stays on fire for a little bit and you just keep That's using awesome. it until it goes out and then you build another one. So there's just a lot of like fun stuff. This is, I'm telling you, if you learn how to play the game, I'm not saying anybody here is stupid. I'm not being passive aggressive. I'm saying in general, if you learn how to play the game, there's a lot of fun to have in this. Yeah, if you put in the time, it, it's crazy be stuff. stuff. Yeah. It sounds like they're adding all, all these place. like little extra accoutrements, like traps and like like you said, yeah. like so the way that you set your weapon on fire is like this like extra little step, but it just makes it unique. Where it's like you're kind of yeah. like having to build the and thing. A creative way to set your sword on fire, as opposed yeah. to and just obviously fire each yeah. each monster yeah. has its weakness, so you're not going to use a fire attack sure. against a lava pit monster so what? there's like different things behind you there's yeah yeah there's, like that guy. there's different th different elements that you can use stuff that you're going to unlock against certain and that goes with your gear too so mm -hmm. it's not like you're like well i just want to get that gear because it's higher rated there's yeah. some gear that you unlock in the beginning that's better than stuff later on because maybe it's it's high defense against fire Whereas you unlock something later that's just high defense in general, and you're going to go fire, fight a fire boss, you want to put the fire uh, stuff on. And same thing with that's your weapon. Cool. So there's a lot of depth here, a lot of fun here. I haven't even, obviously, even come close to unlocking everything. There is a story. I don't pay attention to it. I'm sure it's great. Don't care. It's very uh -huh. Monster Hunter-esque. Um just in terms, like, there's lots of mythology going on and stuff like that. Yeah. It also threw me off that they call the monsters kimonos, because at first I was like, are we fighting dresses? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> really could have on a different name dresses? <laughs> The only negative I would have for this game is it's, and I'm, I'm including PC with this, it's just not pretty. Like, when you first boot it up, I'm like, this is gorgeous. Like, the first thing I thought was, like, this opening area, this is gorgeous. But once you start playing it out in the like the open area of the game and you've got three guys fighting together with this big monster and all this stuff, it drops in frames. It, yeah. it's, it's got a lot of like Could be optimized it, in the future though, right? Yeah. The, well, I hope they clean up the optimization, but yeah. I don't even think it's just that. I just think there's a lot going on that they drop the frames. Gotcha. Or they I mean, that's a shame. The designs look cool. Like that gorilla yeah, thing behind you looks I, sick I really as hell. 
I do recommend if you're playing this on PC, don't use upscaling yet until they patch it and fix it because it made it so like a joke. washed out. It looked like a water painting, but a bad one. Everything was something's fuzzy. wrong. Something's wrong. They had to be wrong. Yeah. I was like, this is weird. So I turned that off and because you have to reboot the, you have to kind of reload your save if you know restart the game if you're gonna turn on and off upscaling. And then I was like, oh, it's much sharper now. It looks better, but it still didn't. Like if you think about Monster Hunter Rise, how that looks on the Switch on a big screen. You're forced to say, "Hey, for a Switch game, dot dot dot." Yeah, it's fine. It's good. It works, and it's, yeah, and, it's it, and, and it's not bad. Uh, this to me isn't that much better looking than a, it is better looking, but it's not. It's not like actually better looking than us than because like comparing... the texture is kind of flat. Um, yes. The the grass is like every once in a while there's a tuft that's in 3D, but the rest of it's like a flat image on uh, the ground. Really? So like, <laughs> it's just, it's not the most pretty. Like it's not the yeah, most like you impressive. Could tell game. The opening yeah. area was like, hey, we gotta we gotta suck people in. This is our like our intro like sex scene really to pretty. get you to watch our show. And then after that, they're like, up oh, here we go. We're gonna cut some corners <laughs> so we yeah. can keep the frames per second above 30. Yeah. Um, so, but overall, like I said, there's not some, enough to ruin your perfect. enjoyment. It sounds like, no. you know, yeah, it sounds this game like you're still enjoying it. Yeah. This game yeah. is so much fun. Yeah, cool. Because graphics were not the problem I was thinking when I'm watching trailers for that game. Like, I'm not in a million years am I going like, oh, this is an ugly game. Right. So. It's just funny because we're like talking about this, and I get a text from Sasan. He's like, this is literally what he said. He's like, we weren't even talking about this game. He's like, bro, why is Wild Heart so ugly but so rad? <laughs> So it's like <laughs> what we're talking about right now. Like it's I mean, so ugly. Kinda... Now he's playing on PS5. I'm playing on PC. But I played on Xbox, and I so thought... he even thinks it's ugly. Like on PS5, it's not a PC problem. It's no, no. It's yeah. just no, no. That's a game designer. You know? For me, the PC thing is more about figuring out the settings. They just need to kind of patch it to make sure the settings I are better. I think the art style is phenomenal. I just think yeah. the package of what they're trying to do. You got to remember, this is co-op and all that open, oh, kind the... of big open Armor. areas. The armor design is great too. Like, yeah, like if you it. like yeah. Monster Hunter art, like armor design, which I think is amazing, mm. and their weapon design is amazing. So, this seems to have all of that in place. I also think the monsters are really cool. Monsters, like, look I really yeah. like the third monster. I don't know if you guys got to the third monster, but he's like I got to the second one. That's as far as he, I got into it. All right, the third one is like the one they showed off and like kind of like promoting the game, and that's that big like boar, the crazy looking boar. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is like. I would highly recommend, if you guys are at all interested in this game, get to that fight. It is going to frustrate you. Obviously, play it co-op. If you try to solo it. I did solo them, but I did it after I had already beat them with other people and had leveled up. But it's just one of the most epic fights. Because he's relentless, he's huge, and he has you in little areas. And then eventually he leads you to this big open area it's just a great great boss fight and he's like his design is super cool and what he transforms into they all transform as well so that changes the battle and the tactics it's it's pretty cool look at ea delivering a good new ip this year how about that and and by the way for those people that don't know uh this is made by the guys who made like Tukadin games. So these guys have been doing this. Tukadins are games that were just like Monster Hunt as well. They just weren't as successful. Oh, those. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're not they're not new to this. This isn't like they're just ripping off Monster Hunter. They're like this is what we do too. We've been doing yeah. this for a long time. So I was actually I just, just going to say, there's more... not a lot of games like Monster Hunter, but I totally forgot about those games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just feel like these guys are like, 
they got this is their big break with EA. Maybe they got a little bit of EA money, and this is definitely a bigger, better version of what they've they've created before. This is the Dynasty and, Warriors guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah, is the it? Dynasty Warriors guys uh, did that with the game that he's talking about. Took it in, yeah, because I, I played. Oh, it. Okay. There, oh, are there two of those? Right. That was like the two, Omega two, Force. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, it. I can scroll all the way down, and I can see it now. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, they did Persona Five Strikers too. I love that game. Um, oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I my my main man. Um, so you I just, just got really another game get, you're playing. I gotta push through this. I gotta push through this game because immediately, like when you go from a, a game that has really effective, um, very immediate responsive combat like Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. And then I go into a game like this that wants you to kind of demonstrate a little more patience uh with yeah. your strikes and more precision. Um, I really just have to push through because, especially because that first fight, you're not with the big monster. You're not supposed to win. I mean, um, my recommendation for for you or anybody else is, you've got like seventy games right now. Only play this game when you're ready. To yeah, like yeah, play it. yeah. Like like Hogwarts Legacy, Ishin, yeah. and like you know, uh, Metroid Prime. Too many games. You're not going to have patience. Like, yeah, I mean, if you've I, got seventy this games, immediately take priority for me. But I will say also, I will. Mentioned that I had the same PC performance issues you had. Men- you guys mentioned uh, I'm gonna have to play with the settings a lot. That's probably gonna be a lot of my playtime with this game uh, <laughs> because the lighting and the shading is just awful. It's freaking it's awful on my PC. God awful. They oh really good, it's not just me. All right. No. Uh, so like, yeah, I'm gonna have to play with the settings a lot. I'm uh, like literally playing the game. Like I'm in a boss fight. I'm like, who's turning on and off the lights? Who's yeah. turning on and off the lights? Because so it's literally terrible. going flick, 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 flick. <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Uh, and yeah. Hogwarts even has some of that sometimes when you go from, yeah. like, obviously when you're outside, then you go but inside this from this is castle extreme. or whatever. But this is, like, like everywhere you extreme. walk. It's like, what the hell is with... Why is there a reflection on a bush? It's literally <laughs> a kid. It's literally a kid in the corner going like this. Who's turning yeah. off the lights? <laughs> I forget what game it was. It might have been Assassin's Creed Valhalla. There was a game that I played early on on the PC that mm. just looked gorgeous, but some of the HDR settings or something when you would come out it of it. Sounds familiar. Like Assassin's yeah. Creed game that yeah. kept flickering or whatever. Yeah, it was almost like, familiar. dude, there's like strobe light happening. I had to like turn it off and like reload to save. It, was it may just, have been yeah. the one in France that had all the technical. Issues. Oh, Unity. Yeah, yeah. could have been. Could have been With the missing faces. Um, so it sounds like we've got two pretty good recommendations so far. So we're two for two on the new game all for right, this week. All right, let's bring in a trash game now. Well, now let's <laughs> talk about, real quick, if anyone has played it, the highest reviewed game that was released this week was Theatrhythm Final Bar Line. Did oh, anyone it? play it? That was the highest? Yeah. Um, I play. I downloaded the demo, which is um, oh, like, a demo. lets you carry, yeah, and it lets you carry over like on your Switch? progress. Um, on PS5. PS5, oh, okay. Yeah. It, there's All probably, right, I think there's probably a demo on Switch. There is one on, there is one on Switch. <laughs> yeah, okay. There is one on Switch, um, Jeff. Get it back. Okay, let me get <laughs> Um, so I, I had never played the theater ry- uh, rhythm games on the DS or 3DS. I, I had never played it on the, uh, yeah. on there. So I wasn't actually familiar with like, as far as actually like well, just playing the games. What it is, like what and why. So I'm it is a, a, it is a Final Fantasy rhythm game, um, Basically, it's like uh, uh, I don't know. If it's like the whole catalog, but it's a ton of songs. Like it's hundreds of songs. I think three hundred and eighty uh, something. They said. Yeah, so it's a crap ton. There's going to be DLC of like other games, like Nier Automata is going to be in there. Chrono Trigger songs. Like there's oh, going to cool. be some like some other great um, Square games um, that they're going to have as DLC. Uh, but basically, you have like. Um, on the right side, you kind of have this like oval, long, like thin oval thing, and then you have these circles passing by on the screen, and you're basically trying to match up the circles with that space there. So it's it's a rhythm game where you're trying to match the circles up, and obviously there's bad, good 
perfect scores whenever you whenever you actually nail it. Um, but there's not like the the thing is like with the, if I'm playing it on the console because I'm not like touching a screen, I hit any of the face buttons and it counts. So it t- it kind of takes away that I sort of like mobile game experience in that. Yeah, because it's like where it, I think how I think how it works great on the handheld is you're actually using the stylus and hitting the circle on the different rows because there's four rows. So on the on the on the handheld, it makes more sense in using a stylus, and that's more fun because it's more interactive. Whereas uh-huh. this, you're just hitting you're just hitting any face button, and it's just like oh, as long as you get it in that in that space on the right side, you you get it. So, but I mean, there's different there's different difficulties. So I'm sure if you play it on hard, it's still like you're still kind of getting something out of it, where you're still having to like time all the button presses. I just I don't think it's fun to play, if I'm gonna be honest. Are, are you not but, a rhythm game fan, or you are? No, I, I mean, I love Guitar Hero and Rock Band and stuff like that, but that's, like, a completely different beast. This is just, like, I'm hitting the circles, and it's just not, like, it's just not fun to play, I think. But, okay. like, yeah. the visual presentation of the game is really nice. It's, it's you colorful. You check the settings, it's right? Really so there's, like, three different ways to play the game. Is there? Okay. Yeah. So I yeah. just I just basically did the tutorial and then I like did a few levels. Yeah, um, and I haven't explored it, but I know there's okay. like different variations, and I don't know how deep they are or anything like that. Oh, okay. It, it, it could be like you only pr- have to press X. I don't know. It could be something stupid where you're like, well, this sure, doesn't sure, sure. change my experience at all. Okay. So yeah. So maybe I would have to mess around. We're, with we're checking out for sure. Yeah, yeah. Three hundred eighty-five really cool. carefully selected tracks from over forty-six different games. Holy crap, dude! And it's, it's the Final Fantasy series, like to me, which is the best music in video games ever. Like, and yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've played these games before. I played all of these games, even the Kingdom oh, okay. Hearts one. I played and okay. beaten every single one of them. What about this new um, one? Have you tried this one yet, or demo? Yeah, I, I only uh, I downloaded the demo, but I didn't try it because I kind of figured I was like, oh, I played all these games, I know how it's gonna play. Uh, yeah. So whenever I have time, I'll just buy it. Um, but I, I again, I've only heard about the three settings. I, I don't know how deep they are, so it's okay. worth investigating. It's probably something I'm going to check after the cast tonight. Because uh, yeah, that, that that does sound a little boring to me in terms of yeah, that. Yeah. It is getting good reviews, so there must be something. Yeah, there. It's at an 87 uh, and, on Metacritic. And in terms that's, of that's their, uh, in terms wild. of it just being a game, you know, about like pressing buttons at the right time, you are getting loot and experience points and all this yes. other stuff. It, like it, it kind of plays it, it, out like a battle, like an actual battle. Yeah, yeah, battle. And, and like the the thing on the battle. screen does kind of play out as a battle, and then sometimes it's a big like music video stage where like you know it'll be like scenes yeah. from like Final yeah, Fantasy VII yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Advent Children and whatnot, and um, so there, there, there's some cool stuff going on there as well. Um, uh, again, I, I, I haven't played this one exactly, and I know uh, one of the knocks that I've seen on a couple of reviews is that like there's there's not a lot of modes. You know, there's just like the sure. quote unquote campaign mode. There's like a select your stage mode, and there's a versus yeah. mode, and like that's it. You know, so it's pretty bare bones in that regard. Yeah, it is still not getting a nines and stuff. Game, though, so. by the way, um, it's like it's it's like fifty bucks. It's fifty, yeah, yeah. 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 So that could explain the less modes, I guess. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. and also, hold, uh, so I, I forgot. So you are hitting the face buttons, but then there's a couple other like things where like you you basically hold up or down on the analog stick, left, right. So there yeah. there are like a, other couple things that you're doing. It's just for me, like like if I'm playing like Rock Band and Guitar Hero, like you're you're having to press the exact button the way that they laid out the track in the game. You know what I mean? So there there's something there's like a, a thing that like you're having. Saber does yeah, that too, right? They, got yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely do that in the handheld games. Again, I can't really speak to this one yes. though. But yeah, I mean the way that you're again like using your stylus, like it feels like you're like tapping to the beat. You know? Yeah. I don't mind playing um, and, and maybe that gets better with like better. I, Bigger difficulty modes. I haven't so used a switch stylus since the Mario uh, Maker Two days, so maybe I'll 
Well, that's the thing. I don't know if it, I don't know if it like plays that way. I don't know if it's like if it, if it's only you're using the buttons or if it has got the, a touch screen, right? Yeah, I don't that that I don't know. So that's the thing. I have no idea. All right, that would well, make it at least out. at least a couple of us have downloaded it. I mean, Jeff and I just started downloading it tonight. <laughs> <the demo. laughs> so so I'll be curious if the Switch one lets you use the touch screen then. Yeah. All right. We'll check yeah, that yeah. out. Check that out. Um. All right, another game that came out this week that I don't think any of us knew how this thing was going to land. Um, Kyle, I know you were super excited about it. Derek was also excited about it, and that was Wanted Dead. Didn't review amazingly across the board, but it does have some reviews where people really enjoyed it. Some people are loving it. Some people aren't. What do you guys think about Wanted Dead so far? You want to go first, Kyle? Uh, yeah, um, I'm like three hours in, so I put, so I put some good amount of time into it with it. Um, I know you're you were having problems with the difficulty. This is kind of my genre, so like normal, it's still pretty easy for me. Um, so I, I haven't had, but it is a really weird combat system. I will say, is it? like, what kind of what kind it, of game is this? Like a character action? So it's game? a character. It, it's 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 Ninja Gaiden. Ninja I mean, Gaiden. it's okay. made by the same people. You know, yeah, it's made okay. by the same team. It's not the same director. You know, but like it's made by a lot of the people who were on that team, and that's how it plays. And that's kind of. How you know a ninja guy is known to be punishing. So it is it is like you kind of like like is it isometric kind of a 3D space? Is are you kind of over the shoulder? It's, it's exactly like Ninja Gaiden from Xbox. Okay, gotcha. So like yeah. behind the camera. Yeah, yeah. Behind so you, like, like I'm around. trying to think like like Devil May Cry or okay. not not quite as close as God of War. You know, it's it's pulled out a little more uh, than that. Okay. Uh but when you like I think you shoot in that game, which I don't use too often. The gun, but like whenever you, they'll like zoom in to like like kind of a Resident Evil Four style, you know, uh, close in view or whatever when you're using like your machine gun. But it's mostly like your sword and your pistol, and like your pistol is used to kind of like disrupt like their animations, and your sword is used to kind of like uh, close in um, and, and and do some damage. And you're kind of alternating between the two. It's pretty easy to bounce between targets and stuff like that. Um, it's a really parry heavy, so you're like block, you know, much like Ninja Gaiden as well. You know, like whenever attacks coming in, you have a very small window to hit that block, and you'll be able to parry someone and really do some damage. Uh, but then they have kind of a really cool like execution system, and and the more yeah. you go down the uh, a skill tree, the more easier it is to um, like to do those executions. And that's just like by hitting like X and or you know, I think it's like triangle and circle at the same time while you're that character is glowing you'll go into some really elaborate like kill scene. They're, they're pretty sick. Um, so that's, that's really fun. Like that's a hook or whatever. It's just got old. It, it just feels like a PS2 game, you know? So like mm. all, all the things I wanted Gungrave to be, which that didn't pan out too well, this game <laughs> is for me, you know? So it's oh, like, cool. it's, it's that kind of throwback, you know, like, uh, you know, I don't want to say gameplay first because I think the gameplay is pretty polarizing for a lot of people. I'm actually before I go on, I want to hear what Derek says about the, the combat when you when you kind of adjust the difficulty. Are you enjoying the combat more? Yeah, like I have no problem saying that, especially hearing you say it wasn't that difficult for you on normal, which I'm actually impressed because I didn't play it a lot on normal, but as soon as I started in that first area, I, I get overwhelmed when you got like 20 guys shooting at me. Mm -hmm. And I know there's like a cover system and stuff, but I was even having trouble with that. So I was just overwhelmed. And again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier when I was talking about Wild Hearts, and that is when I have like 10 games, I have yeah. 
I'm going to just speak for me. I don't know about you guys. I have very little patience. So if I yeah. start something. Yeah. Or if and I know me, I can switch to something else. Yeah. yeah. And it I gives agree. me any <laughs> resistance. I, I was mad. Like I bought the game and I started it and I died like two times and it restarted yeah. me from the it very beginning. It throws you in it. This game throws you in it. Yeah. Sure. There isn't like, it's not like, uh, it's, it's very old school. So like when you die, it has checkpoints, but the checkpoints aren't like, oh, 10 seconds ago. It's like, sure. oh. You gotta go through that wave of enemies again, yeah. yes. And I'm like, freaking a. So then yeah. I went on. So I bought this on Steam. So I did. I check. I always check like the Steam bitch area where people just bitch. And I was like, someone's gotta be. Okay. That's yeah, an official so tab. Yeah. <laughs> bitch I said somebody's got. I cannot be the only person complaining. Somebody's gotta be bitching. And of course, somebody's like, this game's too hard. And they're like, just push yeah. up, up. Down, down, left, left, right, right on the menu screen, and you can unlock noob ass bitch mode. And so I did that, and I started <laughs> playing it, and I was like, you know what? This game is a lot of Wait, fun. Are you serious? There's a code to input to unlock yeah. an easy. Yeah, mode? or or you die like twenty times. <laughs> I kind of like that they have. Yeah. You have to search for it, find the code, and input it to get. It's easy almost mode. the Konami code too. I kind of like that. Almost, yeah, it's yeah. almost the Konami code, but not quite. Yeah, yeah. that's. They funny. force you. You either have normal or hard. Yeah, and I, I put they want in you the to code. start the game where they want you yeah. to, and then yeah. they want you to Which die a, a lot, idea. and then <laughs> but they and know you you're going to go easy, searching yeah. online to complain about this. Then you'll learn there's an easy mode in here. Uh, yeah. I like that, man. That's pretty good. So I would say overall, again, I've only played an hour, but I actually really do like the game. It's overall cheese. It has terrible yeah. dialogue, terrible characters. I don't care about the story. This game is just fun to run around, slice people up. I do agree. I think I will get a little bit better at the game because I noticed as I started playing it more and started figuring out the the systems, I was starting to like, um, well, now I'm forgetting the word, not dodge, parry. And then I would go into executions, which made me feel like John Wick. I was like, oh, my God. These yeah. Executions yeah, yeah. There's there's some so really good like combos good. like with the sword and the gun that just I've been like, that makes yeah. me feel so cool. I mean, the yeah. trailer looks stylish AF. Dude. It looks it's, it's, it's it's super it's stylish. The game is like all style and just like dummy substance. And a good parallel to this game, maybe the best one I probably should have compared it to first is like any of Grasshopper's games are specifically like No More Heroes. It's uh, like okay. exactly like that in tone sure. and the ty- and the, the comedy style and story delivery. Even like it's like, OK, you're done like with that mission. Now you're like in a hub. Go do some like side quests or like mow the yard like you could in like those games. Or in this case, <laughs> there's other things to do around like the police precinct. And it's all like goofy. And like you don't you're either like kind of bought into the cheese or you're checked out or you hate it. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of like, no, no one's going like, this is just great stuff. Like just like no more heroes <laughs> where it's kind of cringy and it's kind of weird. And it's kind yeah. of very anime weebo, you know, weebo type of stuff, you know, like it's, it's that, you know, that that's what this game is. So if like, if you're a huge fan of like no more heroes and stuff like that, like this is a very much the same flavor of ice cream, I would say. That's a good comparison because it falls in that same category of like what is happening. This looks yeah. Insane. There's and there's a lot of that, and like they're really trying to express that there's a world going on in this game, and like I'm not checked out and I'm laughing a lot. I'm like this is so <laughs> ridiculous, you know. And I think that's what they want. Like it's a fun. Like they just yeah. kind of want you to have fun. They didn't at, take like, themselves the too seriously, you know. No, not really. No. no, in the first, like, when you're in, like, the diner and you're getting introduced kind of to the characters, yeah. you see that if you think they're really taking this serious, then I think you're dense. Like, they're, these yeah. characters are so over-the-top ridiculous. Yeah, Sounds they're like, so to ridiculous. To me, my, yeah. my comparison to that would be Bayonetta, because that 
Yeah, Bayonetta is another good example of. But like, I think Bayonetta knows it's silly. These characters are acting as if this is who they really are. Yeah, are, uh, another good. They are aware that they're over the top stupid. Sure. This has got like deadly premonition vibes too. Yeah. Wow. Again, like okay. that wacky, <laughs> weird. You're like everyone's yeah. taking it way more seriously than like yeah. you are as a player, you know. But in the sure, game, sure. everyone's like really. You know, but that game knows it's weird. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... So while it's taking itself seriously, like, it's in on the joke, too, you know? Um, The performances are serious, but there's an overlaying joke of everything just being goofy and weird and surreal and stupid, so... But I mean, that's going to make it fun. That's got that grindhouse flavor to it, you know? Very much, yeah. Grindhouse is a really good... This uh, game is just a fun... Again, I had my problems with it, and if you have a problem turning it from normal to then take the time to learn the systems, it's possible. But for me, with all the games, I didn't mind turning it down on easy, and I'm finding enjoyment out of it. I, my official review would be, I do not at all regret buying this game. I think it's yeah. fun, and it is, I think it's only like seven or eight hours long, so yeah, it's, it's actually long. one that you might actually see oh. me say, hey, I beat this game, because yeah. of the fact that it's shorter. I'll be able to get through it faster. I, and I would wait for a sale. You know, like, this is not a... That's what I would say. not a $60 one, yeah. game. Unless you're, you like, know, like, really into this style of game. Yeah. This game's going to drop super fast. And that's oh, what I so told quick. This game's going to struggle. This game's going to sell, like, dog crap, dude. And, yeah. <laughs> like... It really is. It will is. go on so quick, you know? The, well, the, the reviews the didn't help, but I think the highest Metacritic I saw was up to 60 now on, I figure, which platform. 60. One platform has it at 60. Uh, the other one's just below that. So there, there are two and um and Wild Hearts is seventy nine. So all yeah. those games are hitting around eight. And I know this it doesn't one. come out till next week, but Octopath Traveler two is at an eighty four at the moment. So like there's a lot of good games around it. So like if this were releasing during one of those droughts and we saw some of that, of course, last year where you would have like six weeks of not anything major coming out or more, and then you're like, Hey, let me just try out this game because I don't have anything else to play. You know? They picked in general, this is usually a time. This is usually a good time. Like yeah, yeah. So they probably were like, "Hey, we're gonna aim for February 2023. Yeah, we'll probably be pretty good." And then all those delays and everything, they're like, "Okay, shit, we're." Screwed. It's like someone who got to the <laughs> yeah. frontier first, and they picked out a spot to build their house. Like, sweet, and then they built two railroad tracks on either side of it, and they're like, "Crap, <laughs> <laughs> crap." And um, I think it's yeah. fun. I think it's a worth it's a fun time. the twenty yeah. bucks. And it is, and it's for a very fun. specific audience, like Derek was saying. You know, and just like again, like if you're that niche, like weird gamer, like me, <laughs> who likes No More Heroes or Deadly Premonitions, where you kind of know you're playing a bad game, but there's a lot of charm and you're still having fun. Like, yeah. check this game out. You know, well, you, you guys are you, keeping you it positive. Like maybe maybe if five's not wrong, you know, maybe sixes aren't wrong or whatever, you know, but like. I don't know. That's why I think the number system is weird because, like, it it yeah. definitely pulls off what it's trying to do, and the gameplay is very smooth and very, and the combat's very like fun and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, who, yeah. who's to say who's to say what what a, what a score is? I actually you know think that's an interesting that's, that's totally conversation and, and and one that's uh, very difficult to navigate because it's like I agree that I would. This is what where I would say objectively, this is not a good game. Okay, but <laughs> yeah. for me. So that way, if somebody said, this game's a 4 out of 10, I wouldn't be like, that's ridiculous. This is, like, if somebody said God of War Ragnarok is a 4 out of 10, I have a problem with that. Like, I literally get offended, and I will want to fight you. If somebody (laughs) says, this game is a 4 out of 10, I'll be like, I get it. I understand. But I still feel like, and again, I've only played an hour, 
but I kind of get the gist of what this is. I don't feel like this for me is a six, but everybody knows that my sixes yeah. and sevens are what other people say are sixes and sevens. I generally like a lot. I, yeah. I don't mind playing bad games. I think yeah, Derek fun. likes sevens more than nines. That's just the way he lives his life. Yeah. Usually my game Luck- here. It's a lucky number. It's a lucky number. That's, that's true. true. <laughs> There's something that's just positive spin on it. Yeah. Very true. Well, speaking of niche <laughs> games, I don't know if anyone is trying out Blanc, which also landed right around yep. that 70 range. Um, yeah. But that's a very niche game. Jeff, what do you think of that one so far? Uh, I think it it's not a full price game, right? It's like 20 to 30 pretty bucks cheap. in that range. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why I got it because I saw the price and I was like, oh, well, then no brain. Duh. I'll get it. Practically it's, free. Because it's indie. <laughs> so, of course. Of course. So, basically, it's $10 per hour that the game is. Uh, mm. <laughs> my understanding is I have not gotten that far into it. My understanding is it's a two hour game. Wow. Wow. A little bit over two hours. Is, it's, okay. is it a co-op game? It is. It is. Okay. And you know what? Oh, okay. Play co-op because solo, it kind of sucks. Uh, I'm uh. not going to lie. Uh, but I love the art style. It's like black and white. You have one character that's like a small dog and one that's like a baby deer, whatever those are called. Uh, Bambies. Fawn. I don't know. What a fawn. 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 Sure. Uh, <laughs> called a fawn. Bambies. A fawn. Uh, uh, but so basically there's a brother's uh, mechanic where if you're playing it solo, you know, one stick controls the dog, the other uh, one controls the dude. Okay. Um, so okay. there is a part where sometimes they flip on the screen and you have to be like, wait, which, wait, hold on, I'm too disoriented <laughs> now. Yeah. Which one is controlling which? And there's a jumping button and like, jeez, oh, it's just not very fun. Uh, yeah. And it is a game that I could see myself like just plowing through because it's two hours. It's not it's a big deal. To, so it's basically just like artsy. Like it's yeah, a, it's, it's artsy. artsy. And it's, it's, it's that was cute. Because last year, it's like, boo, yeah. this looks good. And then you play it, you're like, oh, it's not fun to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Trek very bo- bare bones. You, and this one's very bo- up, bare bones too because it's not an action game. You brought up like Brothers, and it gets me excited because I really liked Brothers. I, I like yeah, it. Dude, that game's oh, amazing. Game. I like. I talk about people when people cried at Journey. I'm like, bullcrap. You didn't play Brothers. Because like, I yeah, cried brother. so hard during that game, dude. Yeah, okay, I didn't cry, but it was good. He did. It'll make you emotional. I feel like you're <laughs> crying all the time. And it's a good game. I cried when I got my new car. I mean, it's not good. <laughs> but the but the gameplay of Brothers is fun. You're saying the only comparison here is the controls with the sticks. The controls, if you're yeah, playing the fact that player. Brothers okay. thrived on the whole. Uh, you're controlling two people with two different, you know, each joystick, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it works. They find a way to make it work. Very creative way. In this one, it's just a little messy and clunky in that regard. So. If I were doing it two player, I probably would have a better experience, but I still feel like it would be like, you know, six out of ten, because it's not doing a whole lot as a game. So okay. it, it wouldn't really be like something I would be, you know, singing okay. the praises of by the end of the year or whatever. Okay. I'd be like, yeah. oh yeah, that game came out. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's there's games that art well, there's well. games that where yeah. the art style catches my attention, and this is one of them. There's another oh, one. I love the art style. There's another one where you're like this little frog. It's coming out soon where you're a frog trying to, you can only travel through the shadows. It's called like morph. It's like a one word. No, it's called shim. It's like a one word name. Sounds intriguing. Um, But you're like this little bouncy creature that has to stay in the shadows, but it's like this hand drawn anime, like animation and art style. Yeah, I love that stuff. Will grab my attention. I think it's shim. S-H, no, S-C-H-I-M. I found it. S-C-H-I-M? Okay. It's just got a really cool looking art style to that. Yeah, the art style is like um, Game Boy ish. Uh, yeah. In the color schemes, where it's like dark 
like green diarrhea green and like oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> and like uh yeah. bright orange and like it look, very very much reminds me of old Game Boy aesthetics. It's almost like, like hey, like, what if we made it's what if we made Frogger as an art D. project? It's like Frogger art project basically. Hmm. But um anyway, all that to say I saw Blanc and I thought kind of the same thing like, oh, is this going to be kind of like Bambi, Fox and the Hound, sad story mixed with some really cool art and maybe it is. I don't maybe know. Maybe it is. Yeah, I just need um, to find somebody to i mean if you get it let me know so we can just okay. we can just we'll play it. It, if we right. can do it right. uh, if we can do it online if you can't do it online then oh. this game is screwed i'm never gonna play it yeah what um, the heck that'd be, uh, that'd be crazy yeah if it's only couch co-op i'm screwed i think this one also kind of landed yeah in the high 60s on metacritic not that that matters but just for some some context of like yeah. how it's being received um right. i do think i think the problem, and we could get into this discussion in a totally different episode, but I just wanted to put my two cents out there. I like a number system when it's ref truly reflective of what the, whether or not they hit what they're trying to do. I don't like it when you're criticizing a game because it doesn't do what you wish it did instead. So like, yeah, sometimes right, a number right. system works and I like it. And sometimes I hate it because it's like, well, you're crushing this game and you shouldn't be. So like, I see, I see both sides of it. Right, right. But, definitely, um, definitely. I feel like I'm a game like boat. this or Trek to Yomi, those are good examples where the number system works. It's like, no, they landed at about the right spot. Like it, it is not doing well what it's trying to do. Right? I think the number system only. Again, we don't have to go on a long tangent. I think it only works when you use it in the basis of like fifty reviews or something like that. I'm yeah, yeah. Number. Meaning, I don't like if if one person bashes it wrongly. You usually have another one to comp over compliment it, and they right. usually even themselves out. And so you usually get the gist of like, so when you're like, hey, the Metacritic currently with 30 reviews is at an 82, then I generally have an idea. This is a good game. And usually it becomes true. So that's when I think it works. Yeah. I think it doesn't work when, again, like you said, if somebody's playing, for instance, Wanted Dead, and they're like, well, I wanted a, uh, a, a, better characters better writing I, I i thought this would be a, a a more current type gen game and this is like like two or three generations behind it and they punish it for that and that only then that's when it's like unfair i would i would make the argument that there's probably about 10 percent of games per year that have an unfair metacritic average for whatever reason mm -hmm. it could be too few reviews but they threw a score on there anyway it could be that people like, yeah all they need general, is four right Right. And yeah. so, like, I think last year we had a few big examples. We've already talked about Gotham Knights and Saints Row. And there's a few that were like, well, this is kind of an unfair score based on what I'm experiencing. Like, I don't feel like that score is yeah. correct. So right. I feel like that happens. It's about 10% of the games per year. Maybe a dozen games out of 120 that release in a year are like, yeah, that don't listen, don't look at that score. Ignore that. Same with Rotten Tomatoes. It's like, it can be a good indicator, but it's not always spot on. Like, there are times well, we're going to talk about the score in a bit. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right. Tell you something, brother. Looking forward to that. All right. Well, let's talk. Has anyone played the Tales of Symphonia remastered game? Uh, that just dropped. No, I have it on but... PC, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I have it on PC, too. So I'm, but, I'm um, Tales of Symphonia. It's the, same, it's the same version. So Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, gotcha. so it's based off of the PS2 run. I, I was hearing murmurs about people being upset. because So it's based off of the PS2 version, which apparently is capped at 30. People are like upset that it doesn't go up to sixty. So, other than that, gripe, really uh, unplayable. This game, 
unplayable turn-based turn rpg must be 60 <laughs> well it's, so it's not even like if you're a first-person shooter or open world like sure. i'm starting i get it guys it'd be you know you want it to be 60 frames per second i get it everybody i kind of want it to be as well you know but for a game like this like yeah, it's, I mean, it came out like combat, 100 years ago it's like mad at fire emblems at 30 well the combat is not <laughs> yeah, exactly, um, it's not yeah. so much turn-based i can't, I can't walk like, around the sommelier or whatever it's called 60 arena. frames per second wait yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not turn-based, um, Dan. I might it's be not turn-based. Yeah, so if you played, not, if you no, played, um, no. if you played Arise, Tim, so it, just think of like a kind of a more restrictive okay. Arise. So okay. it, you're, you're kind of more of a, on a linear plane, but you can move around. I think. Yeah, just, yeah. Like you're, you're not, because it's that, it's that old, but it's not full it's 360 like degrees. Game. Yeah, you're, right. you're kind of on planes, right, and, and you I'm, can walk around. I, I was off as, on the type of game. But, but as far as, um, it's still no, but still, you don't need that. Still type doesn't of, change. You don't need that type of frame rate for that. You were still spot on. Thirty frames per second. It's not a big deal. Yeah. This type of um, gameplay doesn't need that type of frame rate. So. As far as uh, the Tale series, in my opinion, this is still the best one of the classic ones. Story-wise, um, I, I really love Arise. I think Arise is like a new, like, good direction that they're taking the series. But yeah, as Better far as... Like, yes, the cliffs are unbelievable. Just... Gore. That's actually why I wasn't here the past two I, two episodes. Just cliff. admiring cliffs. <laughs> I'm still yeah. waiting on that. If you were going to go to Mount Rushmore, your head would uh, explode. List, what is this? If you went to Norway, my God, dude, you would have to bring... You <laughs> then you'd never come back. The pants. Yeah. Listen, fuck Look cliff. at the cliffs on her. I want fake cliffs. <laughs> All right, so... Um, this game is great. Like, please please play this game if you've yeah, never played it. If you've played never played it, it's a good time. And, like, a Switch would be a great place to play this game. Because, like, yeah. it like it feels right for that type of game. Because you're used to 30 frames per second. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting, too, that this is another one where it's, just just for some reference, it is below 70 on the Metacritic for this particular version. Because they're bad about yeah. the PS2 version, that's why. Yeah, so, yeah, there, there, to, there, there's some weird hatred going on. For there the, are some the reviewers, some reviewers that I trust, though, so I'm going to check out some of the reviews to see, like, what's keeping it from being scored higher on some, but... Yeah, and I, 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 like, I it does, when you go back, because I played on PC, like, just maybe a few months ago, like, uh -huh. on my Steam Deck, like, it's old, you know what I mean? Gotcha. So it feels yeah, old, yeah. you know, yeah. and, like, it's... Yeah. it's um, it doesn't say remake, right? It says remastered, so it's people... Yeah, it yeah, it's, you know, so it, it's, like, you know, there's the, it's a product of its time, for sure, so... The problem is you get stuff like uh, Metroid Prime Remastered, and people are expecting that level of remastery, and it's like, well, well not every... That's just another ex explanation of good game design because all these years later, it still works. And I know they changed like the button layout and stuff like that, but it's still prim the primarily the same thing. game, and it's still that it still holds it up, you know. Yeah. Whereas maybe yeah. maybe this plane based uh, action RPG, you know, yeah. style of maybe it doesn't hold up that well, yeah. you good. know, That's which I think is another reason why it's getting lower reviews. So. Yeah. Well, another game that re-released uh, on a new platform is Returnal hitting PC. It's the first time it's on a non PS5 platform. Um, Derek, did you end up buying it? Is it 60 like, frames? Do we know? <laughs> oh, it's definitely 60. Oh, Thank I've God, everybody. At, I've got it at 80 Ugh. frames per second. <laughs> yeah, I did. I played it a little bit today. I was actually having issues with my PC. It wasn't just on Returnal. Uh, but my PC, for some reason, is saying that everything's playing at native 4K. And I'm looking at it, and I'm going, this game looks really, really ugly. And it happened on Ishin, and it happened on Returnal, mm -hmm. and it happened on wild hearts and i at first i didn't notice like i noticed the downgrade but i was like oh maybe the games are just really ugly but as soon as i booted up returnal i was like no something's wrong Returnal's like, not is, ugly yeah is my monitor broke what's yeah, going on everything's saying 4k um i fixed it but basically this game 
looks amazing. Uh, apparently, uh, there are. This is going to surprise people. Issues with the port to PC. Um, no. There is. There is. Well, not on the master race system. No way. Yeah. <laughs> we never wow. have issues. We never have issues, even though I'm booting up. Even though you, games Derek, you started. You started your what you were saying with the phrase that I've heard not just from you but from so many of us and I include myself who play PC and that is well my PC I don't know what was going on but dot 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 like whatever yeah. and then whatever follows like there's sure. always something happening with yeah. PCs it's just it's weird but this game um, it's it looks great I mean it's Returnal so if you played it on the PS5 it's the same version they didn't change anything it's just yeah. now available on PC so yeah I do get I did once I did get it at 4K and I it does have um now I'm forgetting RTX or whatever um so I turned all the bells and whistles on like ray tracing everything and I was getting still uh 80 frames per second in the wow. beginning area I didn't play a lot um so it it runs really good uh it looks good it's fun to play it's something I bought it because um even though I kind of bitched about it on the PS5, I still loved my 10 hours with it. Same. So I wanted to play this game again, and I heard they've made some updates as far as making it a little bit easier, or you can like play it with points or something. Yeah, yeah so, I, so I want to. Do <laughs> um, that. Listen, I, if you if you need my help, because I'm the only one out of all of us uh, that. You no, don't I play on yeah. PC. You, you're the only one that buys like a high-end PC and then doesn't use it. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I can uh, help. Dan, I, I don't know if I ever told you this. I'm not going to spoil it for everybody else. But every once in a while, I'll go back and my buddy's like slowly running me through that game. Oh, really? And I got all the way up to the, and I don't want to spoil anything, but the Don't Fear the Reaper part, the boss fight. Oh, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the coolest things I one of the coolest things I've ever done in a co-op game. The boss fight in the boss fights in those in that game are like insane. Like they're just so I suck so bad that game. He gets so frustrated with me all the time. He's like, dude, can you not? (laughs) I just (laughs) just stand in the corner and flick the light switch up and down and let me kill everybody. Yeah, (laughs) but I was gonna ask, how does the co-op work? can you play with more than one person or I think it's just one person and you just go you go into one person's game like i don't mm-hmm. I, yeah so it's just two, two people running but is together. it like souls where if you die you gotta like reconnect or do you, is it played like a co-op game where like if you die it ends and you reboot with the other person still? can you revive each other i forget now that i'm i, think I have can, no idea i think you can share lives and stuff like that so i think it's a little easier um but like usually if one person gets wiped the other person's gonna get wiped right behind them usually you know that's so but i I, i've died plenty of times and then he has beaten the boss and then we went on to fight another day so it's like i forget what the revival system was though okay so many many blue orbs flying at you so many so many it's it's just so so much fun it's so yeah it's, it's it's like gameplay perfection like it's just it's perfect in the way that it plays but like Boy, it really wants is... you. It really wants you to be good at that game, and like, I am just not a pro gamer. So. Well, and, some, and games <laughs> like that, the randomness. It, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, introduced like just an element of bad luck where you can be really yeah. good, but enough bad luck. We had a lot of bad runs, me and my buddy, yeah. and he's just like, dude, that that one. It, for once, it wasn't your fault. That we just had a bad run. Yeah, this yeah, run. That was just, RNG, you know, just, every room we went into, bad, like there was not draw. a good gun, there was not a good drop. Yeah, yeah. The worst enemies are spawning in there, you know. So that that level of randomness is is pretty uh is pretty crappy i'd say yeah, I, I it's still a great one. game i like it a lot yeah great game uh, all right cool um another quick one i wanted to highlight um just briefly I, they re-released uh pharaoh which was a 
probably like a 20-ish year old. Um, like the Xbox game? No, it's a city builder. Like it's a it's um, like a city builder okay. RTS. But it, it was kind of yeah, you ever played tank. Caesar Phoenix. 3 or there was a game called Zeus and it had an add-on called Poseidon, which I really liked, and Pharaoh. So they were all kind of made by I think it was called Impression Games, maybe. Anyway, yeah, they're like- all this legit looks like SimCity, but like Egypt. Yeah, so it's it's a very simple, isometric, grid-based city builder. So if you like those kind of yeah. things where it's very you, you create everything in very kind of quick and easy, clean boxes and rectangles, and it's yeah. just, you know, it's it's a it's a throwback. This is a remake of that, and I loved those games. Um, so I grabbed this, and I played that a little bit this week. So I, like I loved SimCity back in the day. Um, it's, it's the folks who made it are the ones who made this game called Lethys Path of Progress. Um, mm. which I think is pretty fun. Similar thing where it's very grid, ba- everything snaps to a little grid and it's, they make it very easy for you. Um, but it's very much, you know, make your citizens happy and grow your city. Their houses will improve, then add new features and you unlock more. It's, it's just that kind of a thing, but it's just an ancient Egypt um, kind of setting. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Pharaoh, a new era. I think that's it for games for now. Uh, we, all, we can talk about other stuff. We can touch on that at the end. You know, things we're continuing to play. Additional thoughts on that. Anything else new gaming-wise that I missed before we talk about a few things that were watched recently? Anybody else play anything new this week? Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot of new releases. Yeah, I think that was all the <laughs> Too many. Yeah. Maybe too many. Maybe. Too many? maybe. It's, it's not over yet. It's not over. So we talked last week um, about Last of Us Episode 4. And um, touched briefly on episode five because a couple folks had watched it because it had just released right before we recorded. So they were able to sneak in a viewing of episode five. I think we've all caught up on episode five by now, right? Has everyone caught up on it? I'm still on three. I I finished three. That was the last one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we don't have to get too – we never spoil it. How are you a pony? Unbelievable, dude. Uh, I'm surprised he's watching it at all because he usually doesn't watch anything week to week. I'm just happy. Kyle, that's true. True. That's a good point. Kyle's keeping it it pee today, guys. I like it. I'm over here keeping it pee, guys. Can we please shame him, please? Kyle, thank you for showing us your pee. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping it pee. I got a good pee. Warm, warm pee. I just want to say this, like, for the – this is like the halfway point, kind of, because it's a nine-episode show, so not really halfway point. But we're just past the halfway point now. Yeah. And we truly have seen the capability of these showrunners and these creators to create a spectacle visually as well as what they've already been doing with characters and storytelling. That is just – there's nothing like it. Like they, They've created something that – is just top tier. Um, I shouldn't say something like it, but there's very few other shows like it. I should say that. Yeah. Um, and they're just it's, delivering, man. And I thought that the set pieces and the action that they introduced, especially in the final act of this episode, I, a couple times was like, Whoa, like, I think I said it yeah. out loud as I'm watching it alone. You know, <laughs> I, I said aloud to myself, boy, this show looks expensive. Like maybe three times during this episode. <laughs> oh man, this show looks very well, expensive. Yeah. I also see the dollar signs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but without spoiling too much, if you saw episode four, you know, we got introduced to some characters from uh, even if you followed casting, you know, these characters are going to be in here from the game and Henry and Sam. And I just want to say that I thought the casting for that was perfect. Some of the mm-hmm. tweaks they made to those characters were amazing and fit so well. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, I was maybe even more sad this time around as their story unfolded, just because yeah. I liked them even more. But I don't punches know. are hurting harder in this, in this show. Yeah. yeah, they really are. Yeah, they're the really... changes they're making are basically just meant to make you sadder <laughs> if yeah. you play the game. Yeah, like... for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like I'm really like sad like... about the games, the way that some characters' fates played out. 
And yeah. now the show is playing those fates out in like a fresh way, even if it's just a minor change, like making we're adding extra Sam, making Sam deaf. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, what the hell? You're making it sadder. You're making it more yeah. tragic. Like, I just remember the whole episode. I was like, oh, they're making it hurt more. Oh, yeah. they're making it hurt more. Yeah, uh, just, I, <laughs> Derek, what were you gonna well, say? I was just gonna say, like, I liked these characters from the game. I thought the characters I were well acted. I yeah, they, they this is a, a lot this is a big part of the game. That's, yeah. this, is, this yeah. is one of the most yeah, memorable yeah. parts. And that's of the game. that's what I was gonna say. Is like their their part in the game is definitely a, a lot, or at least I believe it's a lot longer than Bill's. Um, and even though they're only really in the show for one episode, I didn't feel like they were shortchanged. Like I feel like I got to know them, and then the the change was definitely a good change as far as like we were talking about it gives more of an emotional impact especially with sam having his his disability and the way they connect mm. like the way they keep showing um why am i forgetting her name ellie 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 connecting with her and the bond oh, they quickly yeah. oh yeah, yeah which yeah. is by the way it's believable so you know how they'll like force things and rush things and yeah. go mm -hmm. hey these two characters really care about each other and you should care about just them buy into it because we're telling you Please to. Buy yeah. In. Yeah. but this is more believable because his uh disability and the fact that i don't know how you guys are even though i I come across as a jerk. If I meet somebody like that, I'm going to be more empathetic, more sympathetic and kinder and gentler because those people in general are usually kinder and gentler as well. But I think there's also a part of us. I think it's organic that we feel like almost like a, I feel bad for that person. So I want to mm -hmm. help them or I want to be there for them. And so I felt like that relationship and that bond and the fact that they're just two kids in this terrible world, uh, was believable so mm -hmm. then you had that weight there because you now know ellie really cares about sam and spoilers if you i'm not going to say it but if you played the game you know what's going to happen to sam so it mm. did make it harder because i'm like are you guys are making a lot of changes why don't you make a change here you know i like <laughs> yeah. these guys yeah make a change here yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. I really like that and then i was holding out hope derek that they're like one of the things at the end would be like oh Everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, like I don't know why. Maybe they'll we'll turn it around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, there was quite the substantial uh, difference with with the Bill story there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's 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 still the biggest deviation yet, you know. And yeah. everything else has been pretty, you know, maybe elaborated on, and and maybe some contextual changes and stuff like that. But you're hitting a lot of similar beats in kind of these yeah. last couple episodes. So my my friends have a new little friend who is deaf, and so they've been learning sign. And so having a character who, and if you watch the the after show kind of behind the scenes, it truly is a, a deaf a actor, actor mm -hmm. who's got an ASL director on set with him and all the others. They were talking about, just briefly, they talk about how everyone on set was learning sign and trying to like, they, everyone wants to communicate. It's just very kind of a sweet thing to add on, you know, the real life element of this, uh, which I thought yeah. was really cool. So I liked that a lot, but I think so far they've shown us two other pairs outside of Joel and Ellie that are foils for them that I think is super interesting. We've had Bill and Frank where you mm. have Bill as the gruff, like don't let anyone in emotionally protector. And mm. then of course, Frank ends up helping him to, to open up and kind of like be more of a complete human, not just this F everybody. Let me live alone. Like, so that was like, that story is now, I know it sounds crazy, but it's making even more sense to me as I'm seeing Joel and Ellie's characters evolve in this TV show. 
Mm. Like I'm starting to understand a little more of why they did what they did in the show. They're kind of giving us some foils for those two, which I love. Like takes me back to like literature class in college. You know, it takes me back to those kind of days where they oh, talk about sorry. foil Are characters. You, did you have like a writing degree? Is that I do. Like- do you, you not know. have one? Oh my gosh! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, have a, you have like an online writing. Degree, I definitely so don't. You, so but it's just it's, it's cool to see that stuff unfold because we got to see and Frank a le- like brought in lightness and a reminder of enjoying life and enjoying relationship and that loving is okay, and that's what I think Ellie is to Joel. I thought that was a cool comparison between those two, and now we we see it again with Henry and Sam, um, with their relationship where you've got the protector who's. And when I was seeing a glimpse of someone who's willing to do do whatever it takes and has mm. truly done some dark stuff and turn and betrayed other humans in order to protect someone that they love. They decided, I'm just going to prioritize this person over everyone else, truly prioritize mm. them. So that's another foil for Joel, where it's going to be another element of like, all right, it's okay to open yourself up to love someone yeah. again. Even though Joel had closed himself off for a good 20 years, he's finally letting himself kind of love someone in that in that way again. Once a dad, always a dad, kind of. And now he's kind of got, we got a little picture of, ooh, someone did some crazy stuff to protect someone they love. So it's just these yeah. cool little glimpses, man. I, I you love also have do. You also have Catherine, who's like the leader of that city or whatever, who is so obsessed with getting revenge that she loses everything because of it, which is, um, you know, a kind of a parallel, a kind of uh, Ellie's journey in the second you game. Mean, so it's... You mean her morality? Like how she's just like saying things aloud that straight up a villain would say because of how much... <laughs> A lot of children died. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, because just how much uh, revenge is driving her actions, basically. Yes. Like she's yeah. she's no longer a person at one point. Yeah, there's they, yeah they're really doing a great job with the foreshadowing of the tragedy that all the people that have played the games are know know that is coming for for both Joel and Ellie uh, by adding all these extra characters that are kind of having similar journeys but in a different part of the world or you know. Yeah. Similar moral journeys, I guess. Yeah. And what it's, did you and it's guys great think of, of the ending and like how it played out? It was like, so chaotic and like it was it was some of the best chaos that I've ever seen shot. Like especially for a TV show. Chaos. You know, like it was uh, just I don't want to give away too much because I think like seeing is, is is very fun. And if Dan hasn't seen it yet, probably a lot of people have. It was a good reminder well. of the threat they're all facing. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's for episode you know, five. The, the, the threat, yeah. yeah. The threat has okay. been very like people heavy for a few episodes. Yes. Uh, like, you mm. know, it's it's nice to be reminded, like, hey, there's monsters out there too. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. Um, so it was a good and... reminder of that threat, but I also think it was a good reminder, like the very end scene. So as things quieted back down. But then, you know, you've got the oh, that, combination that of Sam and Henry's story. That was a good reminder of, like, there's not a whole lot in life for everyone that's still alive to live for. And so if you lose that yeah. thing, there's mm-hmm. literally nothing left. Like, you look around and, like, everything's desolate and empty. And there's no one and nothing left. Well, so, like, that hopelessness when you do lose, if you choose to love someone and, like, and support each other and you lose, one of you loses the other one. Dude, like that hopelessness rang really strongly at that at the end mm-hmm. there, and you kind of see it in Ellie's journey in that episode too, where you see her kind of become a kid for a little bit, and then that changes by the end again. It's just I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's very it's all sad, but so well done. So yeah, I think she's gonna be this is this one in particular is gonna take a harder toll on her for sure. Um, yeah, maybe even more. She was so pretty than, than, yeah. than in the game. The usage like, of the flip pad yeah. at the end actually made me. I actually went. Oh, 
Like, yeah, the, the, same. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. yeah, I mean, and, and it's lining up perfectly for what happens with Tommy, you know, where he's all yeah. too quick in the game to, like, dump her on Tommy, just ASAP, like, get this person away from me, you know what I mean? So it's like, they, they set up future things to hurt more, too, because the show is and just really good at that. I'm pretty sure based on the trailer, that's this episode. The uh, We have to. Like, it just, yeah, like, yeah. like, how many episodes are left and what we need to get to? Like, this has to be Tommy. Yeah, the yeah. Next episode, this Tommy. is a Tommy thing, and, and the, the next probably the scene... Yeah. The scene that we're gonna oh, get yes, with, yes, uh, yes, with yes. don't tell me you have no idea what losses yeah we're yeah. gonna get that whole thing yeah, the the preview did show a re reuniting of the brothers which is cool looking yeah. forward I'm to excited. that i'm excited Tommy's, i uh, did want to say the actor's amazing so you guys are probably already listening to this i'm probably way behind on just now catching up on this this week but there is an official last of us podcast where troy yes. baker <laughs> yeah, interviews lot, yeah. craig maslin and uh neil um, I'm blanking out Neil's last name. Druckman. Druckman. Thank you. Um, I, almost said, I almost said Blomkamp is where my mind Blomkamp. Neil Blomkamp. Neil Blomkamp. <laughs> That'd be a good podcast, that's, too. That, uh, I would listen to that. Yeah, yeah I would listen to that. Okay, but anyway. So, direct an episode. Yeah. You guys probably listened to this already, but it's just also some really excellent insights into a lot of this stuff. And it helped me confirm, like, are they doing this? Am I right? And I listened to it, and I was like, yeah, this is exactly what they're doing. That's awesome. And uh, just hearing their – and some of the ideas they had that they tabled, by the way, it's, that alone is worth – Mm. listening because some of the oh, things they thought about doing. i would listen to that yeah um, i want to hear some of that yeah i know that some of the miserable of the big... stuff they left off you know what i just want to yeah, tell you this one which i thought was really cool death scene like in this last episode that they were like yeah we can't do that <laughs> yeah yeah exactly oh by the way child clicker that's new and terrifying, right? The way uh, she yes. crawls like a spider. Like, yikes. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. Exorcist shit. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah was, the way she kind of like flips over. Line, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. She's like a contortionist, like, but she's like a like five-year-old kid. She's so. got like jammies on, so she's, uh, she's got a clicker face. Uh, yeah. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, New Nightmare Unlocked, yeah. One of the ideas that they had actually moved, like, anyway, they talk about it. They'll describe it in the podcast. It's really good. But they talked about wanting to use the opening menu of The Last of Us games with the open window yeah. with the blowing and mm. they almost had they wanted to have for the streaming experience like press start like they thought about having it like uh, the game. i heard about that every episode was going to start on a window but and it was going to be a different window based yeah, on exactly. where the show has gone and like they actually have some footage of different windows and that came up as they were discussing episode three with bill yeah. and frank's window the final shot there but anyway they talked uh, about like yeah. how that's such an iconic element to the last of us like yeah universe yes mm -hmm. is this window with the the wind blowing the the curtains but anyway um, i thought that was kind of, like that was to me that's like oh that's a cool creative idea i can also see why you didn't do that because yeah, that would have yeah. that might have been a little too like on the it's nose a gimm or, it's gimmicky it's gimm cool it's a little too it's gimmicky, gimmicky though to me yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I enjoy the concept of it but they didn't do that. i think it's the kind of thing you put on a dvd or blu-ray i guess set yeah and, you know yeah, like yeah, put it on know. there but um not give me all the windows give me all the windows yeah Friggin' loving this show, man. Um, absolutely loving it. So I'm looking forward to replaying the game on PC again next month, too. I'm I'm, I'm replaying it right now, and I'm all the way past the Bill stuff. And uh, boy, there's like a scene where you're traversing through his town or whatever with all like the clickers and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, this game's still stressful. I, I, I was trying to play it <laughs> yeah. as like my kind of yeah. like, eh, I just I just want to play yeah. something real quick kind of game. And I was like, oh, this yeah. ended up being really involving and, and stressful. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, it is, yep. by the way, that podcast is cool. They talk a lot about what you can and can't do in a TV show or movie versus a game where in a game, you can't do everything you're doing in a show because your players are going to get bored. They need to push buttons and take action and 
But you, there mm. needs to be gameplay. And on the other side, you can't do what you can't just have nonstop action in a show. You have to develop characters and make you care and have dialogue. So like, it's really cool to hear these two awesome creators, mm-hmm. uh, kind of the, they put their minds together. There's like a mind yeah. melt for this thing. It's it's really neat. Um, it's too bad more of this these kind of adaptations can't happen, man. Because I hope and I hope they start happening. I like get Kojima okay, making well. like a Death Stranding, you know, something like get all these people to to but direct. Get him to, but get him involved. to meld together with Dude. someone who is a an accomplished like team. Yeah, like like Guillermo del Toro or well, any of his other buddies well, or something. Yeah. I mean, Kyle, <laughs> the Met, the Metal Gear movie is finally happening. So oh, it, they've been saying that for the last four <laughs> years, and I know the Kong Skull Island guy's attached to it, and I know he's got seven. I follow all that stuff. It's so, not buying any. It's so baloney. Like it's never gonna get picked up. Kyle, Oscar Isaac really wants it to happen. And Oscar Isaac is up. Yeah. Yes, Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. You know, but it sounds like the Death Stranding project is actually moving forward quicker. Yes. Um, Probably because I think that's what he cares about right now. Yeah. They'll probably cast. Chris Pratt in there too somewhere. No, I hope <laughs> All right, so. please. Uh, like dude, the guys, Chris, Chris Pratt dude. instead of the Duke hold, Norman. Hold on, hold on, Chris. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> right no. like Chris right Pratt there. as I, liquid. As liquid, yeah. Chris is liquid. Yeah, Kyle, Chris Pratt as liquid. Yeah. I I hate. Come that. on, I hate everything. About <laughs> I hate it. it. Uh, I hate word. him so much. Um. All right. <laughs> let's uh let's talk about the newest Marvel movie. Again, we're gonna keep it spoiler free. I think we kept episode five stuff spoiler free ish. Like whatever. Sorry if we spoiled a little bit, but if I you think play... I spoiled a little bit and I shouldn't have, but whatever. I don't know. I we're mean good. we only spoiled stuff that was in the game, I felt like. So Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Is it is it uh quantum meh? Nia is a Ooh, Ant-Man. Oh, lost wow. Quantumania. I like the name. Not fitting, yeah. but I like Two of you it. have <laughs> seen it. One of you is... So Jeff and Kyle have seen it. Derek's planning on seeing it this weekend. Monday. I don't have any plans to see it in theaters. Uh, Dan, I don't know about you if you're planning... Yeah, I've, I've, start, I've been doing that like less and less because fuck people, so... Oh, it's just going <laughs> on Monday. I had a, I had a few of those <laughs> F people moments in this showing, too, where, like, why would you buy a movie ticket to go... And just watch your phone the whole time. Yep. Why, really why, why, why do you do that? Like, wow. I don't, that's an, that's a no, that's really annoying. That's why it's too bright. Like, like the phone's always too bright. To tell you it's not to do that. I don't know why yeah. people don't. There's like a ten minute crazy. yeah trailer to tell you not to do that. So they should yeah, start doing like what they did at the theaters, at the yeah. at the Bill Burr show. They had us put our phones on those sealed things that you have to like have unlocked. so much manpower. Can they do that? Can they do that over their heads? Like no, no. It literally takes one person. Like as you walk in, your phone goes in there and it locks. There's just one person at a desk, and when you walk out, they have to unlock it for you. Tim, what I'm trying also, to say is I want um, people to shut up. So you put a bag also, over the head to shut up. Let me contribute to Dan's point. Uh, there were definitely in the last few movies that I've seen where it's more than just three people. Because sometimes I see movies that are smaller. Uh, but um, yeah, the, whenever there's a, more people in a showing, mm. people are just talking at full volume now. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not even not even trying to be like, like why are you spending oh, money? It's like, hey, see that shit? Like, this is like, not your sofa. Like, yeah. don't ever like, go all taking a pack to silence right now. Don't ever yeah. go to a yeah. theater that my kids are going to be attending because they won't. Show. I'm like, guys, stop talking. Yeah, but they're kids. It's a little different, but still, yeah. it's annoying. But Tim, you're part of the problem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm part of the problem. Um, all right, guys. So, Ant Man and the Wasp. We haven't talked about the movie yet. Uh, Quantum Mania. Apparently, well, Kang's in this. What do you think about this movie? We actually, I call it Quantum Mania. Because it's Ant Man. Anyway, that was a really missed opportunity, by the way. We're not going to dive into it too much because we're going to do like a spoiler section and theories and all that stuff on current cinema. Sweet. Um, 
but yeah, we're definitely gonna give our impressions idea. on it and what we liked. Um, but like, I mean, yes, it's the Kang show, man. It's Jonathan Majors movie. Not, not entirely because like the first, I want to say hour, they spend a lot of time talking about him and building him up. And then when he does show up, it's like it feels like it's on. How, like, yeah, it it's not. Like, it's not like how Thanos is in Guardians of the Galaxy. Heavy quotation marks. You know yeah. how he's like in like two scenes. Jonathan Majors yeah. in a lot of this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. How long's the movie? Two hours. Like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Actually, if you stay for really? post credits, it's two, which I recommend you do. Uh, it's two hours and five minutes. So okay. it's, yeah. But post credits is fantastic. Like actually, both They're the main both credits and the post credits are yeah. like some of the some best, of the best in years. Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, so Jonathan Majors is the highlight yeah. here, it sounds like, right? Jonathan Majors oh my is God, the dude. highlight. He is yeah, so yeah. good Paul that it made, funny, that though? made me, like, you know, uh, the humor is hit and miss. But, yeah, uh, yeah hit, hits and misses. Like when, when we were ta- talking more, I was like, I, I probably was laughing more than I thought I was. But I, my theater was dead quiet during all of it. Like, people were not into this movie in my theater. <laughs> I was uh, next no to two was people that were, that were definitely talkers, but they weren't, like, the movie was so loud that I... Couldn't hear it. But I did hear the sounds they were making during some of it. And it sounded like they were dragged to the movie or they felt <laughs> obligated to go see another MCU movie. And guys, if you don't like MCU movies stop by this it. point, just stop. Just don't. Just don't anymore. I want to talk myself into now. going. And you're the asshole who shows up who doesn't want to be there anyway. Yeah, and you're like, just going up. <laughs> yeah. If you keep movie, going, like, just so you can on. complain about it, they're going to keep yeah. making them. So if you yeah. want them to reboot so or redo or rethink, also shut up. Yes, if you're going to uh, but anyway, so the, I guess, like, mess, though, yeah. we can we can kind of like I guess people might not have seen the trailers, but what's in the trailers I can talk about that. Uh, Story wise, it's um, Ant Man's daughter, Scott's daughter, Cassie, who is now she's played by a twenty six year old, but I think she's supposed to be like nineteen in the movie, right? Yeah. Um, because the actor looks young enough. Um, she has been getting into actors three times, by the way, right for Cassie. She, yes. Yeah. Uh, she's been getting three, yeah. very sciency in her own right, uh, in, in a sense that uh, she's been doing it behind like uh, Scott's back and stuff, and like she's, mm. like she's been getting help from like Hank and and Hope, like how to do the quantum, how to look into the quantum realm stuff. And then the as the trailers show you, she creates like a satellite that's sending a signal to the quantum realm and back up. And as soon as Janet, which is uh, Hope's mom. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. As soon as she finds out, like it's a, it's an actual signal sending a signal down. Uh, she's like, shut it off, but it's too late. It's too late. They get sucked in the quantum realm, and so really, it's about it's. It is one of those stories that we've seen actually in the MCU several times, where the main characters that we know as a team get split up, and in a world that they're not, they're not familiar with, and they have to find a way to reunite while also stopping a potentially multiverse-ending threat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we've seen this formula before, and I think that's where people, especially critics, are, like, kind of over the we, same plot. Yeah, it's super we, formulaic, know? yeah. Yeah. And it's when you're a critic, the mold. when you're a critic, I get it, because you, you put your critic hat on, and you got to be critical. Like, that's your thing. Yeah. Uh, even if you love a movie, you got to be very specific about what you loved. Um, so the critics are just lambasting this. And we talk about Rotten Tomato scores and how, like, it's at like 48 now. The audience score is 84. 84. Yeah, like look at that. Yeah, it's a pretty Look at that gap. disparity, man. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's a good um, example of one that maybe that's not the most accurate critic I, score to, I to, to lean that. on. And honestly, like, like Kyle and I rated this movie the same on Letterboxd, uh, which is, I still love that tool, by the way, uh, that, that website. 
we both went like 3.5 out of 5 because like this movie, we went in probably both of us going, oh, the critics hate it. So it's probably trash, right? Like it's probably like worse than Love and Thunder. I liked it more than Love and Thunder. Like mm. I came away from it like with a lot of, a lot of the jokes did land for me. Some of them were like, oh, shut up. But a lot of them <laughs> did land for me. And there's one in particular that started very early on that didn't play like a joke and it involves a character uh, and a character reveal. And then the more the movie goes along, the more along the ride I was for the joke, you know, like the, I feel like that's more of a writing issue where like they didn't really know how they were going to handle them when they introduced them. And then by the end of the movie, I was like, oh, this is a joke. This is a hundred percent a joke. <laughs> and it's really funny. Uh, Kyle and I will get definitely more specific on who I'm talking about, but it's definitely an aspect of the movie that I've seen very polarizing reactions on um, that Kyle, you've probably seen the same thing, right? Like, I think you shared I a post. I barely know what you're talking about because you, you shared a so post big. with me. It's the thing that you shared a post with me about, where somebody was like, "This person has always been stupid." Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I know what. You're, yeah. Okay, I know. Right. I, I was yeah. thinking Thank that's you. what you were talking about, yeah. but God. yeah, I'm trying to dance yeah, around it. Some agree. people might not even my know he's in it. My journey was the same way yeah. with that character. Right. Where I'm like, I don't know about this. Yeah. All right, it's kind of funny. All right. Some jokes just work really well, but I don't even want to recite them because. Those could yeah, be the only jokes that work in the movie for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't even want yeah. to talk about those. Uh, but Jonathan Majors, for sure. Like, this dude is straight up one of the best actors working today. Like, I feel like yeah. every single movie I see him in, even Devotion, which on its surface is kind of like a bland war drama, um, he elevates great. the material yeah. so much. He does the same exact thing here. He it's just such sells. A get. Like the MCU is set. Like he, they got they got a good one. Like yeah. <laughs> and he's not out there hamming it up. He's not like Nick Caging or anything. He just <laughs> thank God. He doesn't overcommit. He commits the perfect degree to where he's like a believable. Yeah. Like he's not human. I think he's alien or whatever. But he's just it's just believable. Well, the entire that's performance, version, is right? Perfect. Because that's Kang. So many different versions. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. There are human versions. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what his absolute origin story is. So. Yeah, and I feel like they're gonna reserve that. Because sure. this this character, Jonathan Majors, could show up in like five other movies as a main villain oh, before yeah. the Avengers movie because of the variants, yeah. right? Yeah, so like I feel a, like yeah. we're gonna wait until we get Prime Kang and his backstory and like where he came from. They're, we're definitely gonna get that last minute, probably. Um Do they, and there has to be a Kang in the universe we're in already, too, you know, yeah. which like this this Kang isn't from this, you know, this universe. So you have you have no idea where he's from. Yeah, um, he gives you very, very tiny pieces of what the truth actually is to what happened to him. Um, but it's so, it's like, it, yeah. it's, I'd also call this movie like imperative watching, you know? And mm -hmm. I'm not dumping on the movie. I'm about to say I actually enjoy this movie. But like, if you were like, hey, I need to catch up real quick. What are some of the movies? Like, Black Widow wouldn't be a movie because it doesn't move anything forward at all. You know what I mean? This movie moves things forwards in a very huge way, you know? Maybe maybe not as much as like civil war you know where like that changed everything and like every movie was kind of yeah. response to civil, civil war, war is the reason or, or winter soldier in infinity war yeah <laughs> yeah like and winter soldier is kind of like another one where it kind of changes the whole fact this is very yeah, right. much of yeah. that class of like cascading changes and movement yeah. forward and like the yeah. overall plot um so that felt good too because like last phase which we've all kind of we've voiced been waiting here, for that right didn't like, really do that you know what i mean even yeah, the one yeah. that was about multiverse like the dr strange one i really enjoyed that movie but it's like it didn't 
Like, we ended kind of where we began with that movie. Yeah, he was like, enough. okay, we're good, the guys. We're All right, home. well, uh, yeah. Yes, I guess yes, I yes, used yes, the book, whatever. and I'm kind of weird yeah. now. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, this yeah. movie, like, by the time it's this movie on, ends, yeah. you're like, oh, man, things are like, you know, the stakes are high, and I don't think the reviews reflect that very well, because the, the stakes of, of where we are by the end of this movie feel, like, big and, like... They really do. Oh, mm-hmm. we have to, like, this has got to be a stopped, a stopped threat, or, like, things are going to, like, really get out of hand here. Yeah. Um, which even, like, Thanos didn't feel like that like he would just show up every once in a while be like yeah i'm the bad guy and you're like i you know what i only know that because i read the comics look you know? at like, my I, chin you're, you you're know not what didn't help thanos good chin and, and uh and I, honestly chin. i and good i do chin. love thanos oh, especially man. infinity war being yeah, his in the, movie in the movies he was great yeah but but stuff. like but like in this i think jonathan majors being himself and not a cg iteration of kang really helps the performance because he is just He's got a very expressive face. Like yeah, if you've okay. seen him in anything, you know. Uh, so that really helps, like drive. Well, like, we got to see him as your belief and Loki. in his motivations. You know, a different type. Yeah, a different version of him. Yeah. So we got yep. to see a little preview of it. So anyone who saw and that, that, that episode, like, this not, episode like, was so gripping. Like and, and just that, from that, him talking. Like, that's what I'm, that's that what I'm saying. Character is yeah. a polar. Like it's completely yeah. different than this. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not just saying obviously they're different characters, but like the way that he portrays them. Yes. There's like more, nothing similar about them in, at all. In Loki, he's more like Zen, and he's just like, "Here's how it is," because I've seen it all. And so a little goofy, right? Like a little and, goofy. And, in, yeah. in quantum media, yeah. yes, and in quantum media, he's definitely uh, yes. There's some eccentricities and stuff, but he's a man on a mission, and he's very, uh, he's very vindictive and very much like vengeful. Like he's yeah. very violent, and they sell the hell out of that. And they like, like I'm saying, the first hour is is most of everybody in the quantum realm going. You got to be careful with that guy. Like, I mean, he knows you're here and he's trouble. Like, he's like, they build him up. And then when he shows up, it feels like earned. Like, the the energy in the room just changed, basically. The only other thing I want to ask is uh, one of the weaknesses, in in my opinion, of the, the MCU as it is right now is not only the confusion with multiverse, but I'm over that. I understand that's where they're going, and I just got to buy into it and just try to understand it and follow yeah, along and have yeah. fun. So, that I, I do think the confusion introduced there with there's an absolute version, like, that bothers me, but I've already that that's fine. I've already expressed that. Mm-hmm. So knowing that that's already part of this, the other thing is it feels like most of the heroes from the first several phases are either already gone or being phased out, and or they just aren't that impressive, prominent, lovable like they used to be. Now maybe I'm missing it. Maybe Ant Man really stands out in this, but you haven't said no. anything about Ant Man. <laughs> no, I thought, yeah. I thought that Thor was Love he in the movie. Did he, was he... <laughs> I thought that in Thor: Love and Thunder, he took a big step back as being someone that I oh. thought was someone that like I thought I actually thought less of him by the end of that one. I was like, me, oh, even though I like I, me, kind of me too by the end. I'm like, oh, yeah, what? yeah, like, yeah. and and I don't think the it's not because the movie was bad. It's like what they did with his character. I was like, what are you guys yeah. doing with Thor? Is he? Yeah, is he relearning lessons? He's already learned. So yeah. that's yeah. I I feel like a lot of the MCU is struggling with take like what to do with these lead characters that all culminated yeah. in this huge end game moment now what do we do with them oh and so like in a lot of cases they're trying to find women to hand the torch off to i get that it's totally fine do that make all the make it change it from men cinematic universe make it the wcu it's fine (laughs) Uh, i'm joking i'm joking joking. sometimes passing passing the mantle uh, can be really cool and effective. And, and so that, I was going to say the, the what you mean the woman's all. I actually did mean that, but that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I, I'm just wondering. Oh, hold on there. And here is does that continue the pattern of like this movie's named this, but it's well, not his movie. Actually, you know what? I will compliment uh, the writing and Paul Rudd's commitment to being more serious in this movie when he yeah. needs to be. 
Okay. Uh, because there's not many moments where the villain is being serious in front of him, and he's going, "Your shoes untied." It's really fun. Like he's not making yeah, jokes. Yeah. He recognizes the threat and respects it. Sure. Uh, so I mean, I actually appreciated that element of it. Yeah. Um, but even like... so, like the whole the central story is like the ant family, for lack of a better descriptor, is separated and they need to reunite, right? To you know, to try and fight this evil together. Right. I was not invested in their journey at all. Like, no, I didn't either. care yeah. that they were separated. Like, I didn't care. Like, it was just something something about the fact that we really haven't seen them as a family unit at all. Like, they, they spent two movies bickering at each other, and we're expected to invest in their separation somehow? I don't... And they know, they like, introduce a lot of new, like, characters that I'm just like, I don't care about any of these oh, people. Like, some are kind of fun, and some yeah, are kind so, of, there's you know, a couple like, interesting to look at. Really like, yeah. Yeah, but uh, and there's a couple of line deliveries that are good, but I'm just like I'm not emotional. Like all of you can die. Just, I'm not too gonna much characters, right? <laughs> yeah, like too, too many. Beings. Uh, there there are, but, I, but the good thing is those characters are going to stay in the quantum realm. We're never going to see them again. So, so and uh, you guys yeah. are kind of answering my question. It doesn't sound like this movie necessarily makes you really want to find out. Like, what does Ant Man do next? So I can't wait to find out next about Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, sorry, man. Go ahead. I haven't had a chance to get to that yet, but I actually do like where Ant Man landed at, uh, like in this movie. Like after Endgame, like he started writing a book what you hear about like in uh she uh not she hulk uh, miss marvel and he does a podcast and all this stuff and it's about him kind of like soaking up like the his his limelight of being a hero he likes to use that a lot like save the world guys you know so he's still kind of like you know kind of got like some quips to him or whatever but like when something he's been laxed for years you know what i mean for however long it's been since endgame and hasn't really been doing anything he doesn't go on like avengers patrols anymore or anything like that no. so it's like he's not the so local hero like, anymore it's yeah so like yeah. he he's he's off doing book readings and doing interviews and you know just kind of being a famous person who who saved the world one time and, and like that's something that Scott would do, you know what I mean? And then, that's but true. like when that's true. when 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 duty calls or whatever, you know, like he heroes up pretty quick, and it's about him. Like when you know a good theme of this movie is like you know a, a, a once a hero always a hero type of thing, you know, like he yeah. snaps too and knows what he needs to do, even though the odds are huge. I mean, this is our next big bad, and like this is a guy who talks to ants. Like that's like sure. that's that's like a superpower, yeah. you know. So it's like. And the and the movie kind of addresses that and stuff like that as well. But oh, like, directly, very directly. Yeah. It's it's interesting, yeah. you know, that they you know, gave, the they gave him such a big adversary to fight because like yeah. by the end of the movie, even though he doesn't have a lot of screen time and maybe there's not a lot like a huge journey for him, I take him seriously as like an uh, as like a uh, as a useful hero. You know what I mean yeah, in this nice. universe. That's good. What's what's um, interesting about the, the the script to me is inconsistent because the core of the movie is supposed to be uh, Scott Lang and his daughter Cassie's dynamic and how. His heroic efforts are what inspired her to be stubbornly heroic, even in situations where she would lose. Right? She, she's like being she's being way too scrappy for her own good and like standing up for the little guy. And Scott, like it's because of Scott that she's like that. But the movie has no interest in exploring that. It's just no, like, which is weird. Like yeah. that's actually a pretty interesting theme to Missed explore. Right. Like I don't feel any different about them being a father or a daughter at all. By the me end of this either. Movie. Me I'm me like they're why, related, I guess. <laughs> that's why it was weird that you guys said it's. Two, I was like, it's only two hours. Like I feel like this could yeah, have been. Like considering this is an it, introduction, it, really it, like it really did. It, yeah, like yeah. I feel like it could have yeah. used some extra time because it's like they're introducing mm -hmm. the next big bad, and this is supposed to be something that's like like Kyle said, like pushing the whole thing forward. Finally, like we, what mm -hmm. we've been waiting for. I like, really like the first you know. two Ant Man movies because I really like. Right. 
I found those funnier than this one. I think uh, the jokes landed for me more. But like, I, there, I, as Je- uh, Jeff and I were talking a little more, I was like, yeah, I did find a little more of it funny than maybe I was I was thinking originally. Mm. There's still a lot of jokes that like I don't remember there being this many jokes that I rolled my eyes Dude, at. Like, were, in the other uh, two movies. It's because we're now hyper aware of how the MCU writers write their jokes, and so yeah. when they do like a uh, when they do a joke that's like, where are the controls of the ship? Those are the controls, and it's like two gross arms or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's where you roll your eyes and you're like, "This is the TikTok shit that." It doesn't explain like, anything. This is the exact like, thing. I still don't like, know how to fly this thing. Like you <laughs> yeah, exactly. me, like, like, and like the, you, you see stuff like this all the time in the MCU or so, this type yeah. of humor. What Derek was saying too, like the reason I liked those movies is because I think it was Scott Lang was the centerpiece and he stayed there with Wasp. They right. did try to make her a little bit more like Sharon the spotlight, but I still thought it was still his she story. Is, she is an after. She is the highest degree of afterthought in this movie. Which is shares the main of the movie. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And I was like, just going to say like, I, he, I he forget gets... she's in this movie to be honest. Yes. And there's a moment <laughs> at the end where like, it's supposed to be like this powerful moment involving her. And I'm like, where the hell have you been? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why did you cut your hair like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. why does your um, hair look like that? Yeah, I will, you don't I always have to be comic um, accurate. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. things just look better on the page. So. I agree with that. Yeah, the, the stakes yeah. that you mentioned, uh, Tim, where the it's the multiverse, uh, so therefore everybody feels more expendable, but also nothing matters. Like, yeah, that's gonna rub people the wrong way the entire journey, all the way through this multiverse saga, and and I totally get it. Because it's like, well, if we kill that guy off, we can just bring him back as a variant. Like, they picked the most comic booky you know? arc to go to next, they which did. I thought was weird, you know? And, like, you know... This feels like, like it should be the phase after... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. Like, we're kind of out of idea. Yeah. I think the Scroll War would have been a way... And X-Men yeah. would have been a way better yes. idea to go to next. Absolutely. And then you take a big swing and do a universe reset. But that's all like mixed up into all this, right? Like, the Scroll things are all yeah. mixed up yeah. into this, like... You know, the, the yeah. problem is, we just talked about... Last of Us. We've been talking about Last of Last of Us every week. We will continue to as that show goes on. We're loving it. One of the things that that does is it doesn't ask you to go to go with them to some crazy place. It walks you through it and then it takes you there little with awesome <laughs> character development, brilliant writing, and it just takes you step by step. Even as someone who's played the game, but I think even for non-gamers, they're going with like they're taking them in a very smart way. I feel like for all of its flaws, the be- the first several phases of MCU did that in a lot of ways. It didn't ask oh, us yeah. too much. It took us to these little places, and I just think this step... Listen, it was a bold choice. Like, I'm not saying... Like, I wouldn't want to be in their shoes. Like, that's a tough story to tell, all this multiverse stuff. That's not easy to do, so don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not suggesting Everything there's a better way to do it. Everything ever at once did it in one movie somehow, and yeah, these yeah. guys And it's never going to be as coherent like, or good. You're right. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, they're asking a lot of us, the viewer, even yeah. folks like yeah. myself, who I'm not a mega comics fan by any stretch. Yeah. I like yeah. these characters a lot, though. You're asking a lot of me to go along on this right. ride with the multiverse stuff, I like what that. you just described, Jeff, where, like, yeah. well, let's kind of remove the stakes, but also confuse you to the max because there's still stakes <laughs> right. but there's not stakes but there's lots of stakes so like I don't know uh, I'm struggling with I it a little bit and I've my interest level in like my entire life like multiverse crap so I, my interest level I and check I don't out when I, see that. I don't want my interest level to drop I don't I, I like I love these big movies but like as they come out my motivation to make time and effort to go to a theater to see it has just plummeted compared to previous phases. I and I, I'm actually kind of sad about that. Yeah. See, I, actually, yeah. I, I actually, feel like, like, I feel like them. guardians will get people back. I'm not trying to criticize it and say it's guardians bad. I'm just saying looks, that's for me. Yeah. Yeah. Guardians looks I'm going to go see them yeah. all. Be it, be, I, ahead, I enjoy them for what they are, but I'm not as I'm invested 
as I was before, but I yeah, I, I still have a fantastic time going to see these. But like, it it feels like more of a chore to go to the theater, and that's a yeah, theater that's thing. Yeah, and I both said in every, part of every chat, time, like, yeah. hey, I just want to stay home and game, man. Like, like, yeah, I don't want to go through the hustle and bustle going out there and then dealing with assholes in the crowd. And also, like, you know, like I'm not saying like we're all experiencing hardcore Marvel fatigue, but like it, it it's there. You know, people are aware of it. At least, at least experience. people in the industry that um, reviews are. You know, and e- even me, yeah. who's like, I'm, I'm gonna sign up to see every movie. I still have fun with them. Like, if they're just they're good popcorn flicks, or why I go to the movie. But like, it, it should feel less like a chore to me, also. Absolutely. Um, and I think I'm just waiting for that big. I mean, we weren't talking like this when Spider Man came out. You know what I mean? That was just like a year ago. Oh, so, you know, like it's a, it, we're not a lot of time has passed. But we're like, well, guys, I've been checked out of Marvel for so long. None of us have. You know, we oh, were just wow. in love with the movie a year ago. So, yeah. you know, like that. That's gonna come back around. That feeling. Maybe it is Guardians. I don't know. Maybe maybe James Gunn has checked out that I movie. So I, I, don't really know. Issue, I think the issue <laughs> is the shows. To be honest. Oh, I Maybe don't feel, the I don't shows feel are actually like, better than the movies now. Yeah, but not a lot of people think that way. And what I are you going to say, Dan? Like, you and I think some of the shows, yeah. Well, like these movies, like like because I was gonna say, like when we get to the uh, like, oh, what what have you been playing? Whatever. Like I've I've I cu- I watched She Hulk finally. I watched Wakanda Forever, and it's like I yeah. and and now there's been some time that has passed as opposed to again watching it week to week and everybody like being negative about this, negative about that. And it's like I actually liked both of those things. I and I yeah. I don't, yeah. and I don't feel fatigued on it at all. But yeah. it's like yeah, I you, think. You're- you're enjoying it on your own terms, yeah. I I think the shows are just throw they're they're throwing like for example with Moon Knight. So Moon Knight is sick. Like I I like the way Moon Knight looks and I liked that show and I think he's a cool character. But like, is he even going to be part of the Avengers? Like I don't think he is, right? I, I mean, he he's never been part of the Avengers. Way exactly. too early to tell. So uh, like, too but like, uh, yeah, I don't I don't. I don't even think they know if there's going to be. I think there's been murmurs recently, like we were talking about doing maybe something possibly, and I'm like, that's mm. not a so for, for, I, for no, someone think, with such a strict plan. Like yeah. when you start saying I, maybes and possibles, it's like eh, it doesn't feel like it's I fitting think, into anything. I think they're building towards yeah. Midnight Suns specifically, who will eventually unite with Avengers. But like the way that they're doing Blade, Moon Knight, all that stuff, all so, the magic stuff. Like I'm like, oh, Midnight Suns. The main thing. the main thing that I'm trying to say is like those that those first two phases leading into Phase Three, where there was like the big Endgame thing. It's like it was all movies, right? We didn't have shows, so they were focusing yeah. on these these big movies, these big ideas, and, yeah. and it was yeah. like a smaller amount of main characters that we were working with. And it, but they all pertained to Avengers and that big thing going against True. Thanos. But now we're dealing with like like again, for example, with Moon Knight. Moon Knight has nothing to do with like the big picture. He's still interesting, and it is interesting, but it's like this is a company that needs to have money to to do these things and they need to have the writers to write the things and i mm-hmm. i don't know i think they're just maybe spreading themselves you're too thin you're saying it's getting they, more chaotic they address more chaotic cuz they're spreading themselves too thin yeah exactly they said that they're going to start making less shows because like the reception yeah. has not been they, where they, they originally they originally were like hey man 2023 tv shows we're going to have like 5 come out and now they're like okay we're going to have like 2 like yeah, it's, it's going to be like it's going to be loki and something else yeah yeah because because they're well they got roasted rightfully for the way they treat visual effects artists and stuff and the way they lowball them to the point where they can't take any other offers like you know um so like i think they're they saw that and how they how the press and everybody else reacted to that news and they're like okay well let's give the visual effects artists room to work and focus on the movies that are going to come out this year no matter what i think the marvels got pushed back but they're all going to come out uh and the shows will just scale back on that like 
they're just working way too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just they're spreading themselves. Well, too I think and, you know. I think they're, I th- I agree with Dan. I think it's getting a little too chaotic. But I also think it's the what Kyle is saying about. I don't think anybody. I'm not talking about anybody here. I don't think any of us are jaded to the point where we're like, "Fuck this! This stuff's stupid." No. Right. We hate Marvel. I, I like Marvel. I like what they're doing overall. Yeah. No, I don't watch all their shows. I, I think I watch all their movies, but um, I just think that it, there's too much going on that it is more chaotic because it is so so successful that we do know these are businesses so when they have something successful their goal is to then let's Bilk just it. keep lean building all the keep way building. in yeah, keep lean building. All the way in. but that's actually in my opinion and you can look at almost any medium and you'll see it plays out truthfully when you do that you actually end up destroying what made it so amazing in the first place so i think they and maybe they're doing that now and what Jeff was talking about. Maybe they're seeing it. They're seeing the fatigue. They're seeing people trying starting to bash Marvel and all that stuff instead of praise them. Maybe the smart move is, hey, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. Let's back off a little bit. And then let's just start uh, zeroing in on an actual story with characters that people care about and kind of bring that back. I think if they do that, they'll be okay. Um but overall, I enjoy their stuff, and I still, even though like we were talking about this previous phase, it didn't go anywhere. And none of the movies, as far as I can remember, really stuck out as being amazing for me personally. But I didn't leave one of them, and I think I saw all of them in the theater going, I didn't like that movie, that was trash. I still enjoy every single one of them. So I expect that I will enjoy this one when I go yeah. see it on Monday as well. I just, I just, I still have fun with them. I just think they're getting a little too chaotic where I don't mm-hmm. care about them as much as I used to. Yeah. Uh, Liam Neeson said something like that you literally just said, Derek, where he's About like, I won't, be in, so, yeah. I won't be in another Star Wars ever again because the magic's gone. Y'all, y'all just make too much of it. You know, there's yeah. there's no magic anymore, so I get nothing out of it, so I'm not doing them anymore. Yeah. And, like, just breaks a lot of fans' hearts or whatever. But he's right, you know, like just what you were saying, when you have too much of something, it ends up destroying that thing or whatever. And while you'll never hear me go, you need to pump the brakes on Star Wars. Like <laughs> right. there's always going to be truth to that statement, you know, like sure, where sure. Yeah, yeah. the, you know, the 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 pressure in the faucet's going to lessen if the faucet's on all the time, you know. So yep. um, eh, that's just that's just a, a reality of, of dealing with these like huge franchises. Um you know, but so I think, I think they're uh, becoming more aware of it. And even even though I like this movie, I didn't walk out of it going, "Oh my god, you guys, this is so great!" Like even I was like, "It was a movie's fine." You know, I had a, I had a good time. I actually with it. ended up. Uh, I think I even though we rated the same, I think I liked it more than Kyle because I put it above the other Ant Man movies. Like I just not in terms of it being a good Ant Man movie. Like it's not a better Ant Man movie. It's just a I feel felt like it was a better movie than the other than the other two. Okay. Um, overall. Um, I don't know. It's really hard to. If it doesn't listen, if it doesn't have Michael Pena smiling awkwardly, then I don't want no, it. It's it doesn't. None, none of those guys that, are in it. <laughs> I really missed that. I love that guy. Um, that ragtag group of, and they tried to do some of that with some I of the rebels that were that were in the quantum realm, um, but they didn't really interact with the Ant family like at all. Like they, they don't just need kinda, to bring they had one interaction, back, right? Like leave Ti. I don't it. need Ti. Yeah, Ti can stay away. Actually, the guy who plays Kurt David Desmalchian, he played the polka dot man in Suicide Squad. 
yeah, uh, but yeah. he played Kurt in Ant Man one and two. He voices a different character in in this movie. Oh, does he? Okay. He's Kyle. He's the jelly guy. The guy. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was. I thought he was really funny. Uh, yeah. And he tickled he, me. Him, <laughs> and, <laughs> him and the like, mind reader. There's a guy like, who's a mind reader. Uh, I like the mind reader by, guy. He's funny. Uh, played by Cheaty from The Good Place, and he is so funny in the movie. Oh, Cheaty. Uh, yeah. That guy you just talked about, uh, and uh, Michael Keaton. They're they're the ones going across Marvel and DC. Like they're getting a little bit on both sides, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. They're yeah. The, that's James Gunn. They're, they're James the real, loves those man. two guys. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, all right. Well, listen, it sounds like it is definitely a worthwhile theater visit, especially if you're a Marvel fan. Uh, it is one, just like the rest of them, that I'm kind of like what Dan was saying. I'm in no rush to go see it, but I keep up with all of them. Like I've pretty much caught up on most Marvel stuff, minus maybe a handful of shows, just because the shows don't do it for me like I thought they would. Like they don't hook me. I'll watch an episode or two, and if I'm not that into it, then I'll then I'm good for right now. But anyway, yeah, I've watched you gotta, all you the movies. Treat your time right, man. So that's exactly. Like, you know what that's I mean? exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. But I've watched all the movies and none of them have I even watched them at home on my own. I'm not, I'm not going like this is bad ever. I, I don't think I've said that about mm. even with Eternals that I didn't love it. I don't think that was a bad movie. It just no. I, I feel like they squandered there an some highlights. It yeah. was like I like this movie been. better in Eternals for sure. There, was, there, <laughs> was some, uh, there were some great X-Men oriented X-Men type Action in Eternals that made me yeah, go, that's whoa, where was kinda, this? Yeah, 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 Eternals, yeah. Eternals had some moments. Like, there have been some bad comic book movies, and I don't think any of the recent Marvel movies fall in that category. So I just want to make that clear. Like, I don't Actually, dislike I, put, I still have Iron Man 2 and Incredible Hulk at the very, very, very bottom. Like, I just don't yeah. like those movies. So, yeah. like, yeah. 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 If, you count the X-Men, if you count the X-Men movies, I still think X-Men Last Stand is one of the worst. But... Um, I mean, there's I, soon gonna there be is canning, a weird so. amount of people, like it's a small <laughs> group that are like, that movie's really good, and I'm like, no, it's no, not. <laughs> Dude, Brett Ratner, come it on, absolutely that, is that not movie, good. There is no way that movie is worse than X Men Origins Wolverine, though. There's no on no planet. Yeah, to yeah. Me, I mean, is that uh, movie that is one? Really yeah, bad. and X Men Origins, but also X Men Apocalypse was pretty awful oh man that movie bad, is the man. most mid movie i've ever seen in my life <laughs> yeah. you took so the greatest awesome. comic book arc yeah ever ever yeah. it's yeah. the best one and I they promise. ruined it they and wrecked it ruined it yeah. wrecked it so <laughs> ruined. neutered neutered it which is too bad because oh first, when he first class touched and the TV and said learning. Yeah, first class was really, first class was really good and Days of Future Past I thought was a really fun movie. Like I like both of those. Fun movie, yeah. But uh, man, Oscar Isaac was Apocalypse as well, by the way. And yeah, awful, that's man. just and when you cast somebody like that, man, that should have been. He's the best, but that a whole run. The worst. Oh, yeah. All right, well, let's wrap up Marvel talk here. This has been fun though. I like talking Marvel stuff too because Marvel is one of our favorites. It's interesting, things. man. It's um, I'll do a super fast forward through just some headlines. If you guys have any reactions to some of these, but nothing major. Um, if you've been waiting, like most people have, with bated breath for Valheim to hit consoles, it's hitting Xbox One and Series X and S on March 14th in wow. their early, wow. early preview on Game Pass. So you can play it. That's then. amazing. Um, so it's pretty cool. cool. Um, Saudi Arabia is going to own Nintendo next week because they keep upping no, their. their uh, <laughs> I think. It's been like every day they go up one percent. It's weird. They went oh, from like five percent to six percent. The next day it was seven. The next day it was eight. So it's like, someone stop uh, them. Someone what's stop. the takeover? What's happening? Saudi, <laughs> Saudi Arabia is increasing its stake in that. And by the way, it's like their governmental investment firm or whatever. Yeah, they're like one of the only countries that operate that way, where it's like they literally invest in. They have so much money. Multiple things. Like they you can so actually much. Google it. What they're invested in, and like yeah. it's. Everything you use, they're invested in. I promise. Yeah, they just they just pay with oil cans. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> oil cans. <laughs> um, which, by the way, the Kingdom still excellent, excellent film. Love that movie. 
it's good stuff. It's a great movie, yeah. Love that movie. Um, they go to dinner with like the prince, and he's got just a hawk at the table for some reason. Just a hawk. <laughs> yeah, that's badass. My kind uh, of part, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, All right. Um, I just thought this was cool, and this could be a whole conversation. Maybe we talk about it in the in the future. But oh, there's yeah. an early draft of the God of War Ragnarok story that was going to be a different approach for his story, and this isn't really spoilers because I won't. I'll try not to say like what his fate is actually in the real canon of the game. Um, but in this version. They were going to have a big battle with him and Thor right at the beginning, which happens at the beginning. He was going to die. Then they were going to do a time jump where Atreus is now 20 years older and he pulls Kratos out of hell and mm. like a series of missions and story elements sick. where he, he goes to get yeah, his dad back. That sounds so sick. They were like, but that didn't work out. We don't want to do it. I'm going like, that would have been amazing. Yeah, that's so <laughs> cool. They didn't want to repeat the hell thing, though. They didn't that's want to repeat it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like Last of Us just did that. Kratos, too, so. Kratos Maybe not know. the health part. Kratos but, has already know. been yeah. killed and gone to hell a couple times. So Yeah. You know, but that would have been, been repeating sick. a yeah, story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kyle, not wrong. That would have been sick. Yeah. That would have been, so been pretty sick. cool. Yeah. <laughs> what we got was great, though. <laughs> what we got was yeah, excellent. Definitely. But I, I thought that was interesting. Like, they even opened up that kind of a window into their process yeah. of like, hey, we actually, the narrative director pitched that idea to the game director, and they really talked it through. And eventually were like, we can't revisit that Kratos experience. Yeah. He's already done that. And yeah. they had some other ideas. So, anyway. Totally fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Legend of Dragoon and Wild Arms 2, some classics from PlayStation 1 Dude. era. Are on wow, PS1. Wow, wow. I think, like, they're so classic, there, nobody talks about There is no, Legend of Dragoon is no one of the most classic RPGs of all there time. Is no re- hold on. There is no reason, there is no reason at all that Legend of Dragoon was not day and date when that whole new thing, they literally yeah. own the rights of that game. It is a first-party JRPG. They just didn't want to. But, but the whole, like, property yeah. of that game is nebulous why was there never a sequel why have they never remastered before why have they never done anything with that game despite it being so beloved Kyle, you know, I, like, I don't know there, yeah. there's been the rumor for years that blue point that's one of their games that they've been remaking that's been years uh, that okay. in yeah, that we'll and i think metal gear if they ever announce a legend of dragoon remake if they announce a legend of dragoon remake dan's gonna explode I'll my, lose my, it. my pants in my pants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, it's a creamy disaster. Uh, it's extremely, extremely. Um, and I will yell volcano while it's happening. Dead Island 2 is not likely to get delayed, guys. Not only has it gone gold, but they moved oh, up wow. their release date to April 21st. Hey. It's a so, delay forward. As a delay forward. I, I cannot wait to play this 6 delay. out of 10. Yeah. I know it's a 6 <laughs> out of 10. Oh, I think absolutely. this game is going to be garbage, but it's going to have its audience. I think that's on the wall in their offices. Is just, just get us a 6 out of 10. <laughs> just get us the 6 out of 10. Like, so, please, just finish this game for the love of God. It switched hands if, like five if times. If we like, sell it to Derek Teague, we succeeded. We got yeah. That's all we have to You're do. sold, so they did that's it. Right. Really um, smart to uh, get out of that uh, Jedi Survivor window day, the exact same day, correct. without... Having to be like, we got to delay it again. I mean, I don't know what to yeah. do. Yeah. The push forward always kind of, and I'm not saying this is how I feel, kind of always a vote of confidence, too, being like, we're ready, guys. You know, yeah. so like, yeah. that's kind of nice, I guess, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this game is going to be a buggy mess, though. But, I was going to say, oh, for sure. for their sure. first <laughs> two games were a buggy mess. So yeah. they're like, we're yeah. confident it's definitely going to be yeah. a buggy mess. It's going to be about there. It probably <laughs> said gone gold with a wink. Like, it's gone gold. 
if you know what we mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? What was that wink for? It just, it just I worked. Just CGI glimmer? Like when you wink just now? That's it all I just, mean. It just worked. <laughs> it just worked. And then they glitch out. <laughs> yeah. They glitch through the wall. It's just their head goes through the wall. Like, oh, no. Clipping. Um, Double Fine released a 22-hour documentary on the making of Psychonauts 2. So they've done this before, actually, oh, where they cool. did they like did. some behind-the-scenes yeah. with uh, the... This one's called Psych Odyssey. It's a 32-part doc series on uh, YouTube. Oh. So yeah, it's, it's all for free. So you can go check that out if you're interested. I love behind-the-scenes stuff. So that's the kind of thing I'll put on in the background while I'm working and things like that. Like I, I like that kind of stuff. Um, Hogwarts Legacy is selling like bananas. It's crazy. Uh, the, the only sales numbers that I am aware of are out of Europe and the UK, where the they're trying to compare it to an equivalent like open-world fantasy game. So Elden Ring is the most recent one. And at least in the UK and Europe, it's outpacing that already. And we know that that game was from software's biggest selling game by a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So that was a that was a mega hit. This is looking like definitely a mega hit, if not more so, which is awesome. Yeah, um, you're right. Those are the only sales figures I've, I've just looked, and I'm like, there's nothing else. UK is really quick on that. Really surprising. Yeah, it's uh, 80% higher in its first it's a British week compared, property. It makes compared sense. to compared to Elden Ring's uh, first week. The IP alone is huge, of course, so that makes no, sense. No, surprising that we don't have like numbers. Oh, oh well, I agree. Well, I'm I not surprised that it's doing better. I NPD would. will have those first next month, probably. Okay. But one of the things they said was that it's the biggest launch in Europe outside, other than like FIFA and Call of Duty franchises. Mm -hmm. Outside of those, it's the biggest one since Red Dead Redemption 2 in, wow. uh, that was five years ago. I mean, Jeez. it's honestly. Rockstar awesome. sells some games, guys. That's a huge. Yeah. That's a huge accolade. Yeah, it's big time. Yeah. They move units, man. Yeah, there you go. So Pretty cool. This is definitely a game that won't get a sequel. Well, it's not getting DLC. We know that. At least they're not currently talking about and it. it. Uh, yeah, the, the developer we didn't make said, it up money. Actually, the developer, uh, I think he was like the head guy, the head creative director, was being interviewed by IGN. I think he was at like their <laughs> fan fest. And he said the reason that they don't have current currently they don't have plans for DLC is because they've been so focused on getting the game itself ready for launch in its own mm. state. And they they are just continually supporting it at this moment. Like right, apparently the good. team is not that big to where they can just do both at the sure. same time. So so I think they they I think they will eventually. They're gonna be, be like, they're gonna be hiring here in the in the coming yeah, months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So this gets green, when, yeah. when a sequel gets greenlit by investors and they go into full drive, they'll, they'll like double their staff. Like this yeah. game's making so much money, and like there's gonna be such a huge confidence in this property now, yeah. despite there's, all the controversies. There's just so many things you. in the like, game that it feel is like moving they're, units. They're, the parts are already there for a certain like Quidditch. They're, the parts are already there for us to be able to yeah. play certain yeah. things in the game, but they just haven't done it yet. I feel I really do feel like they're gonna do something with DLC. I don't know. Yeah, just a just a gut feeling. Yep, I think that something will happen with DLC. Maybe too. they'll do an expansion. Like maybe this is. That'd be amazing. Like, I was saying once, in the chat, like a Witcher style expansion, like a big yeah, meaty one. You know, once like, they've got this game where it's you know running smoothly on all platforms, they've supported yeah. it and all that. On Switch can... too, they got to release that shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this game's gonna run on that. They should just cancel <laughs> that immediately. System, yeah. just cancel it. <laughs> all switches are on fire that tried to play. It. Yeah. Um. All right. Fire Axis has some leadership shakeup, but they also announced a new game. So the two of their main leaders for the last couple of decades are heading out. I know they had some disappointing sales with um, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, which which is a bummer. That is so, a bummer, big time. They said that they're really confident that it'll have the same legs that all of their other series have had as well. So like XCOM yeah. and XCOM 2 like weren't big pops at the beginning, but they sold well over years. 
Right. Um, so like they, they they feel confident in that, but so like the, I, it, it still performed way under their expectations. That's exactly which is, it. Which is but sad. Yeah. They're, they're saying that the, these changes aren't connected to that, although the timing's a little weird. But anyway, the timing is a little weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're saying these aren't connected to that, but it is. Uh, studio head Steve Martin is heading out. And Steve, um, good for him for dabbling in video game. Yeah, he's a banjo <laughs> player and video game head. Uh, yes. Solomon Murders was a man of many talents. Yeah. And then Jake Solomon was the director of uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns as well as the XCOM franchise. He's leaving. To me, that's the bigger deal. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. huge. That's a big deal. You're like the he's, whole that whole voice is leaving with him. You know, so. he's been there for two decades. That's crazy. Yeah, wow. two, more than two decades. Wow. Sonic Frontiers is selling like crazy. Um, even though <laughs> they shocked. they said in an investor call that their Metascore was lower than they expected, but they were excited about the user response. So even though like yeah. critical reviews weren't as high as they wanted in the 60s and 70s um they got Fix great your user rain, response yeah <laughs> great user response and their sales i don't although i don't know their sales numbers but i know that they're just happy with those yeah. which, that, which that means we're gonna get more of that game i think is more fun than it definitely we all thought it was gonna i'm gonna be buy it on oh, pc definitely. when it's yeah. super cheap yeah, yeah. it's definitely a game i want to own so all right i know we there are was, at the, um, uh, also, uh, yeah. Tencent, who owns everything, right? Uh, yeah. They just said they're they're scrapping plans to launch their own VR hardware, and I found yeah. that interesting because we've all already had the discussion here about how niche VR is, and I feel yeah. like we're finally seeing it. You know, well, Ten Tencent listens to our podcast, and they took that to heart <laughs> yeah. when we famously said that. Yeah. famous friend of the podcast, <laughs> Tencent. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, if, Mr. I don't know Mr. if we Cent. want that, <laughs> Mister Cent. Uh, he t- he I just don't, every week. I don't like, understand the obsession with like <laughs> these big corporations being cool with VR, but like holding back on like handhelds. To me, handhelds have more. Hey, I think handhelds are such a slam dunk right now. Like yeah. after the switch and the Steam Deck and VR. Yeah. I, I don't get it. In my I still don't know why Sony didn't follow up the Vita. Like a Sony handheld would be I'm amazing. Right it now. sold like yeah. garbage, Where, but like it was Xbox? just like three or four years too early. That's it. Like it just yeah. like popped a little too early, and I think uh, right today to it would sell. Like I think it would sell really well. I think so I too. think both Sony and Xbox, especially Xbox, were trying to lean too much on. Well, you get everybody owns a phone already. We'll just have them play on their phone. Ew. But there's to me cloud-based gaming like you. <laughs> To me, there's nothing like holding your own handheld gaming platform. Yeah. Like the, I wouldn't want a Nintendo a dedicated. Mobile. Yeah, yeah. Like, Same no, yeah, yeah, yeah. just give me your Switch or give me they, your that, Xbox. That's the short. Handheld. The shortcut is putting it on the phone. They want to do the shortcut. They don't want to yeah. spend the R the R and D on on creating the hardware oh, and all that. Money. But yeah, yeah, I know. They'd rather spend the money on an X Cloud, whatever they're going to call the the streaming device, Xbox specifically, whatever Maybe they're going to call the streaming device. Yeah, maybe it'll work, but clearly I still Nintendo don't have faith in that technology. That yeah. really they should probably work. fire ten thousand people. That'll help them get it done. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whoops! Got him. Burned him. Um, all right, let's let's wrap up. We're at two and a half hour mark, so we won't go too much longer. But I did want to give a chance if anyone has updated impressions. Uh, either on stuff that you didn't get to till now, which is totally legit, uh, if you want to th- shout something out, oh, yeah. or something you've been playing that you just want to say a little more about. So, Dude, what do you got? I, I, on, well, not just your recommendation, but the reviews are freaking astounding for Metroid Prime Remastered. Uh, so, I bit the bullet and bought that. It's it's not a full price game. It's like, I didn't know that, by the way. I 40 thought it bucks. would be a little yeah. more. It's 40 bucks. Yeah. Um, and I had $8 in points saved up. So, I was like, well, there you go. It's a $35 32? game. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it was 32, well, you have tax, you know, uh, oh, but, uh yeah. so like, Taxes. 
I played through the first level, and I think there's like what twelve total or something, something like that, nine to twelve, something like that. Well, yeah, then they they kind of metrics that strip you of all your powers, and then you kind of start down. Yeah, the yeah, that's how the first level ends. Yeah. Um, holy crap, dude! Super. This is my first time playing this game. Period. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've never played them either. Yeah, so like, I, I was this released as a means to compete with Halo? Is that what the idea was? Not multiplayer, no, right? obviously, because like, it didn't it didn't really control like that, like the way that outsiders you're controlling thought it now. so. Nintendo never made that claim, or I think even yeah. thought. Like they wanted it to be a 3D Metroid adventure game. Because it, because yeah, like the the intention and and that game is an adventure game, you know. Whereas yeah. like you're shooting people mostly in Halo, like it's a hallway shooter. You know? Yeah, yeah. So right, like you're right. the GameCube <laughs> one, there was a lot of like stop and aim to shoot. Like there, what you weren't like strafing and moving a lot in that yep. game. It was very. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Action the Wii, the Wii version added some much better strafing, moving controls while you shot. Like I remember each phase. Like I yeah. played each of them. And so you're saying the one, version that I'm playing is like the, the version you're playing now is like, hey, they yeah. made it feel more like a first-person shooter while keeping awesome. that adventure feeling. Like, yeah. so that's what that's what Xbox did with their port of Goldeneye. Yeah. That's like awesome. to me, this, this that. is a yeah, that is update. Yeah, exactly. Upgrade. Yeah. It, it feels like a full-on upgrade, and it, it feels good. it feels so good. It feels so intuitive. I love the setting and the atmosphere and how the sound effects and the mu- well, the music's a little bit upgraded, but the sound effects are definitely very retro. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it yeah. feels like a throwback, even though I feel like I'm looking at a great, like when I played on my 1080p monitor, it looks awesome. Um, how about the frames? What are the frames like? Yeah. How uh, many frames I don't care. Actually, about? I don't care. I don't give a shit. Did you <laughs> count all of the frames? Six frames per second? Is that good enough? No. <laughs> yeah. That was it's awesome. Playable. It's unplayable. What? Nintendo released a 30 frames? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, yeah. Derek. What are we on? Windows, Windows yeah, 95? Honestly, you just said, yeah. Honest question. How can you guys play at 30 frames per second? Also, I don't Nintendo, know. I, I just feel like it would be impossible, you know? Like, we, no one has ever on, on like Earth ever played a game at 30 frames per second. <laughs> I feel like everybody's just maliciously lying. <laughs> you know what's funny is I'll go back and I'll play some ROM of like N64 is no mercy and that's like three frames per second <laughs> as you're playing. but I still love it. You know it's what I mean? Amazing. Oh sure. <laughs> oh man. You you accept its uh flaws because the nostalgia oh, is strong. So good. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. I'm yeah. glad you're enjoying it. It definitely has the Metroid like Kyle said, it's an it's a Metroid adventure game. It's so like it is a Metroid game. You so will hit lots of walls where you're like, maps, mm, yeah. I guess I gotta backtrack and go find a thing to unlike yep. So if that made so. you just ticked off during Metroid Dread or whatever, it definitely has those things to it. It's a little easier than Metroid Dread. Plus, it has first-person shooting. Well, that's the thing. Different perspective. There's already right, an so. easy mode, too. So, I mean, that helps. And there's an, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. I'm glad yeah, you like it. I bought it, too. Just haven't started it yet. I have a whole shift tomorrow. I'm working. Uh, I'm going to get a lot of time first, into it. I just nice. played the first area where you drop into the... Uh, like, I just got to the, that ship. the next planet. So, yeah, that's it, you. So you and I played the same amount yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to try it out. I knew I wasn't <laughs> going to invest a lot into it because right. we don't have anything to play yet. So yeah, there's nothing you know out. You so know what's cool is that like just bus. watching TV, all these big busts. Like this game, of course, is considered like a classic of its time, and like it's a it's a masterpiece, all that stuff. I actually enjoyed each subsequent game more personally. Some people like it way more than two, but then they think three was at least a little better than two. So like. I actually think each one got better. I thought two built on it in some brilliant ways, and then three corruption. I thought that was a brilliant game. I didn't I see, and I never got to play three, so that, that's, that really excites me to hear that. 
love it. So I cannot I'm curious wait. If but you're right. Big. I only ever hear about the first one. Like when people right. like wax poetic about Metroid Prime, they're like, boy, that first game, Dude, which I agree with. Like it's it's one of the all-time greats. It was a beautiful GameCube game. I cannot believe it. Like it looked so good. But people yeah, talk about yeah. one. It really blew people away when it came yeah. out. Yeah. You know? In the map system, like everything about it was to... so revolutionary so and everything. Good. So release yeah. the other two fairly soon. Uh, I'm curious if this is being successful like financially i get that it's being mm. successful reviews wise i was just yeah it's like in the 90s right in Metacritic. yeah like, I, I, i'm interested to know that too i mean yeah, I on, think... it, it's on the best sellers list on the eShop, but like that doesn't mean yes. anything so yeah, yeah. yeah. true I, I think it at least has the opening wave we'll see if it sustains and is enough for them to because nintendo would have no problem being like that no one right, bought this game and they're never going to make that that fourth one right. like y'all didn't buy it so we're not making that one yeah jeez, it's, oh, <laughs> it's true but the good news is switch sells a lot of consoles and a lot of software we do know that so hopefully they yeah. sell enough yeah. of this one so um, i think we're all also further into hogwarts right i mean i don't think dan you weren't on the podcast last week did you get it i can't remember not yet i've been catching up on i finished a couple ah, of other things gotcha and, watching other things well i think we're all further in though i mean Cal, Cal and i sound like we're a little bit closer to each other story-wise like because he told me a, a mission he just finished and i was like oh i literally just did that oh that's crazy like i didn't realize Kyle was that close to me <laughs> um but i'm 35 hours in and i still feel like i'm nowhere near <laughs> I feel like I'm nowhere yeah near yeah i don't i don't see any ending in sight it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> if, if the pacing is just so good like I, I, I i'm hitting that part where i'm like and not in a negative way but i'm like more side missions like how yeah. like how many yeah. more? And they're also different and interesting and, and much so. complex yeah. in the way that they're written. Well, we already shared everything. in our chat how a main mission, an early main mission, actually has a very different path of getting there depending on what house that you're in. Um, to getting to this, yeah, to get, yeah, to how you are introduced to this character, how you go find these missing pages from this book that you have to like. Right. Just little little changes in the yeah, dialogue I, and I the went, scenes, the setting. I went to a tomb. Hufflepuff people go to Azkaban, uh, and then uh, Gryffindor. We went and met. We had to help nearly headless Nick with this yeah, headless he's, hunt, he's which, by ghost, the way, yeah. is something that is only referenced in the books. This idea of this headless hunt, like it's not something that I thought we would see here, but there it is. It's it's right there. That's. It, it, God, I gotta go back through. And so play I was this game in uh, oh another chat, and Rob, who's in our group, was saying that he's like. I was actually surprised how much he loves this game. He was like, this feels like The Witcher for me. With like Whoa. How, how much content there is and how much he's enjoying the game and how diverse it is. And I could see that comparison. Y'all actually. are going to yeah. make me want to play Witcher with all these I would say it's that, it's that level of confidence and open world and things to do and making sure that every square inch of everything is like something to do or something to see. Like, yeah, uh, I, I think I mean, there's, about, a, there's, like, the a, there's a there's a same level of confidence there, you know, in, yeah. in terms of their game design. Does The Witcher Three also have the world kind of feeling alive whenever you go to like a village with a lot of people there, and they're it's like, like one of the most stuff. alive games I've ever felt. Like the, the, the villages only negativity stuff, yeah. I can think of is that you're gonna see like the same face and voice over and yes, over. Character models that's so are, European. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, but that's, that's also 2015 a... that game released. So like yeah. that was what how you made games. Is you had there's actually in Skyrim has three voice actors in that game we don't, you know, sure you can so. definitely tell yeah they don't even try and throw their voice it's the this same might, voice this might blow your mind uh, a little bit but uh the uh there's at least one voice actor there's one voice actor i stumbled upon on tiktok who was like here's all the characters i've wasted in hogwarts legacy and it was just like part one and he listed 12 characters that he voiced oh, and they were amazing. all different they were all so di so they hired a different class of voice actors for this game to just do mm. 
variety of voices and they all sound totally different from each other that's really good voice it's really amazing yeah Yeah. for real yeah so i'm at level i just got to level 15 so my character's at level 15 i've you know i've got the broom i'm i'm able to explore i'm unlocking some spells the teachers keep messaging me with new assignments to go complete that way i can unlock new optional spells um so yeah i think i'm I'm tr- I'm treating it this I'm purposefully treating it the same way I treated my PC playthrough of Spider-Man where mm-hmm. I'm like I don't have to get to this game to the end of this game when Jeff and Kyle or someone else does I'm just going to finish it when I finish it and just try to enjoy my pacing of yeah. it cuz I did that with Spider-Man I was like I have to finish it in time for whatever episode we're going to talk about this I'm not doing that I'm just going to play mm-hmm. it at whatever pace I'm having a lot of fun I get that. It makes it much more relaxing. I can just sit back and sometimes. So I did God of War, to, and it was super relaxing. For to me. what Derek yeah. was saying with what uh, what Rob was calling out, how this feels like The Witcher. Like it allows me. Like last night I played, I didn't do any missions. I just explored and was fighting things <laughs> yeah. and yeah. finding yeah. chests. That's why that. it feels like. That's why I said it doesn't feel like I'm anywhere near the end because I'm just doing that. Like I, I finally got to the southernmost portion of the map, uh, which is at the bottom, and it's just like it looks like. On the map now, for you guys, it just looks like a desert or something. Um, but you have to go through a cave to get there the first time. And then as soon as you're on the other side of the cave, there's a flu flame right there. So you can fast travel to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forward. But that side of the map is like, I mean, it's it's pretty dark. Like, as soon as you go there, it's like cloudy and shitty. Like, it's it looks like there's a lot of dark wizards hanging out over there and trolls and stuff. <laughs> Um, but it's all cliffs. It's all the cliffs that Dan loves. And oh, would, damn. Wait, cl- all right. Well, I got to buy so this game now. Magical yeah. cliff. He, he left just it's now. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, basically, as soon as I unlocked that side, I'm like, what side stuff do we have here? And I've just been looting and like raiding caves that I find yeah. uh, that are not part of a quest. And like, and just. Well, I, I wanted to call so out too the 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 combat has no right to be as good as it is. It's like, so good. Uh, it's, based, that's like game, one of my favorite parts of this game. Man. A game based on a popular IP should have really crappy, repetitive combat that yes. I don't really care about, yeah. but I'll push through because I kind of like the world. That's how a game based on an IP this popular should be, right? But right. it's the same thing as I experienced with Star Wars with the Fallen Order, where I was like, "Why is this combat so freaking amazing? Like they really mm. put love and attention into this. That's why I loved it so much. It felt like I was a Actual Jedi with a lightsaber, and it felt it's the amazing. Best the lightsabers ever. Finally, it's love respecting it. the IP, and, and this is respecting the IP. And so, like, as game, I'm the you know, games media, like say, as you upgrade your abilities, and, form of like obviously it makes them a lot of money, but it's a legit form of art. Let's let's respect agreed. it and let's put out the best version. Let's not just sell it off to at the cheapest bid and go. Okay, just make us something so we can get a cash grab. It's, it's, it's always going to be a cash grab, grab, but if you can get fans behind that transaction, oh, sure. you know, yeah. to make Dude, the game, this like, game is so good, good. I'm not even exaggerating this. I went to church last week, and after church, four or five of us just stood around going, and none of these people play video games outside of like multiplayer. <laughs> right. Just sat there and talked about how far we are in in. Oh, in I love those. Course. I love those water cooler talks, dude. That's yeah, my, my, one of my employees like, are contacting me like hourly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's the same way for me. You... I had somebody walk up to my desk and we literally just sat there and talked about Harry Potter for 30 minutes and didn't do awesome. any work. It was it was well, awesome. If you watch the movies and if you read the books, then you know that it's mostly a, like it is about expl- uh, the characters and learning about the world, the lore. It's all very magical and it pulls you right into the world, of course. So this game does that. But when it comes to the combat specifically... This game is the first time I've seen this Wizarding World version of combat with combos and fast-paced and like mm-hmm. 
and taking on mobs like this. This doesn't. This is not what I've experienced at all in any other Harry Potter experience. Where it's like, right. like at first it was very simple. Like, hey, use this color of spell against that color of shield. I'm like, yeah, that seems pretty obvious. But as you start chaining things together and upgrading those spells and taking on huge groups that start to get very challenging, I was like, all right, this is actually really good deep action RPG combat. Mm-hmm. Like this is with really a lot well of choices made. as you get spells. Like it's just the amount of choices you have to tackle a situation just becomes infinite. And then when you yeah. get the unforgivable curses and you start doing it in front of people that are like good goody goodies and stuff, like hearing their reaction is so funny. Uh, there was somebody shot a video of them doing, I think, Crucio, the torture curse, in front of a teacher. Uh, I think it was the cute teacher, the redhead, the plant teacher, Ooh, uh, and, uh, and she was her. like. She was like, oh, you are um, learning things outside of the curriculum, huh? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love those spells, by the way. It's so cool. I just got the second one, which is Imperio, and that allows you to control another person. Um, But the control is passive in the game. It's not like you go into somebody else's body and you're suddenly... No, I think you just kind of make make them fight for you for an amount of time. Yeah, they basically just start acting as one of your, your, you know, partners in in battle. Yeah, Yeah. Um, which is so cool. But again, that's unforgivable because you can't take away somebody's free will. Um, So that's, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I love the variety in combat. Actually, believe it or not, there are moments where I'll be exploring and doing Merlin trials or whatever. And then I'll be like, I miss combat. I'm going to go do a mission. (laughs) Like, I... It's something I genuinely miss when I'm exploring sometimes. So I actually didn't know how good the combat was till a couple hours into the game. Because all I was doing was just yeah, yeah. spamming the standard R2 spell. Because it would do this four-hit combo. It would kill pretty much everything. I was like, all right. It's and so I got to that first though. spider cave. Yeah. And those spiders weren't dying with that four-hit combo. Like, they were getting hurt. But then there was too many. And I, I actually died. And I'm only playing on normal. And I died to these spiders. And I was like okay, I'm going to have to actually try with this combat here. So I kind of just sat up and focused and paid attention to the combos they had already showed me. Things like pulling them close to you, hitting them with Incendio, then pushing them far, like doing all the different combos. And all of a sudden I was doing lots of damage. I was doing the proper block and and stupefy. Yeah. You know, uh, Lifting a spider, bringing it forward, and burning it. Yep, yeah. that's my go-to. So feels good it's, every it's, time. It's, 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 by the way, spiders are the only like, ones that does, really yeah, catch that's fire. That's what I'm saying. They, uh, yeah. They're, they're the like only that. ones that they animated to actually run around and scream when they're on fire like spiders <laughs> would. <laughs> nice. no, all the other enemies don't really do that. They just kind of brush it off if they're wizards yeah. or goblins or whatever. Uh, it's, damn, it's, it's, it's so game. satisfying. Also, uh, so satisfying. as a young teenager, I have murdered many humans already. Many goblins. It's, it's a lot. I, yeah. I, I think Your this, characters my characters are so that killed yeah. more people than Nathan Drake has killed people. Yeah, like it's yeah, it is. A, it is a very much an uncharted <laughs> morality system where you're yeah. like yeah. killing people, but I guess Kill we're cool with that. Uh, sure. Also, sure. I do recommend an open world activity. I recommend is going and finding uh, ancient magic. You'll eventually start finding the icons for it. Um, cause that increases your ancient magic bar. And then I use also, I use a trait on my gear that allows my ancient magic meter to fill quicker. So I, sometimes I just have four attacks banked and I'm just like okay. destroying is, enemies. Is like, the ancient magic always random? Cause I don't it see is always like, random. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're random. Maybe on some like bosses, you pull some like giant, like thunderbolt just... down from the sky yes. or like, or, the or if it's a troll, they, they, uh, the spiders, you make them tiny and then step on them, which on I thought them, yep. was awesome. I was yeah. like, what? That was cool. I love the one with trolls where you take their bat and like throw it against their head and they're like, ooh. Yeah. I haven't seen yeah. that. Oh, that was at the very <laughs> beginning in the in the first yeah, town. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. 
but that doesn't really change. Uh, but yeah, the lightning bolt is so satisfying. And sometimes you just like dissolve them. And I'm like, what the hell happened? I like it when you just pick them up and you slam them on the ground like six <laughs> yes. or seven times. I'm like, that is brutal. <laughs> That's that. more than I meant to this do. This kid's like 14. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you. That makes sense. I mean, kids this, with magnifying glasses are man, worthy. Oh, oh, absolutely. I think this is such a well-crafted video. I'm not saying it'll win. I'm saying it's a a big year. Especially with a game that's designed to have four distinct playthroughs. Like, there's going to be slight differences, not major ones is my understanding, but like slight differences in in each of the four houses that will make gamers want to go back and keep doing it. They knew what they were doing. I still think the main characters are the same, but yeah. I just love how much people are talking about this game and it's all positive stuff. I agree. Yeah. I, I like really, I that positive, there's just yeah. co- conversations. Like, we obviously are talking about it in our chat. I have another chat, and then I told you people at church. Like, just people are talking about this game, and it's all positive. They're just blown away by how authentic this That's game. a much there different are... church conversation about Harry Potter than they had 25 years ago. I don't oh, know, I know. If, <laughs> I don't know if God <laughs> appro- approves of it, but, you know. Yeah. That's why yeah. you talk in hushed tones. You're like, I remember it was like, we don't drink, we don't go to strip clubs, and we don't read Harry Potter. It's like, oh, all right. Whoa. It's like, yeah, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> how about two out of three? Yeah, two out of three ain't bad, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, I know we got to wrap this up. Dan, oh, what else oh, are you... Oh, I'm sorry, I ahead. forgot. Negatives. Uh, there's what? an Aloy symptom in the game where she repeats, uh, my character, repeats herself a lot. It's like something out of a storybook. A- Bitch, a- shut a- up. Oh, shut oh, up. Yeah. Every yeah. time you arrive, all roads arrive lead at... back to Hogsmeade. Yeah. yeah. My character says that every time. Something about how it's cozy or whatever. I'm like, oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. Shut the hell up. Um, yeah. There are some repetitive lines there. Uh, Dan, anything that you're playing? All right. So I'll just quick shoot everything. Um, so I'm up to episode three on Last of Us. We already discussed that. I just I really like the the differences that they're doing. It's almost kind of like a, a seven remake to me, where they're following a general blueprint, Absolutely. but there's like there's some new stuff that they're adding in there to add those kind of different twists and turns. And that's what they're doing with the show against the game. Yeah. There's Dude, there's these different twists and turns that they're doing in the show, but like it still has kind of that general blueprint, which I really like. Um, I agree. Yeah. I finally watched this movie. I've I it popped in my head, and then I would leave my head. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, with oh, is that your first time? That movie is freaking awesome, dude. Yes, <laughs> yes, I haven't seen it. So good, Derek. So you gotta watch it. It's on. Derek, you have, have to watch it. It's, it's, oh, it's like one of the most fun sci-fi oh, like yeah. action movies in a long time. Derek, yeah. you're, gonna, oh you're gonna love it, dude. You're gonna love it. Gonna I remember it's so you guys, fun. Kyle and I talked because that's when we first started podcasting. Was that year? Okay. We both had the same experience where neither of us expected anything out of this movie. It looked yeah. so it looked kind of dumb. Yeah, it looked really <laughs> dumb. And then when we both got out of it, we were like, "I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna be so annoying about this movie." It was, yeah, so good. it was such a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so fun and just like watching him repeat everything and the way he's yeah. like learning it, and then like, and then he's just like a badass, and it's like, yeah, it's just the so scene good. where he, uh, the scene where he like, <laughs> he's trying to get out of a day, so he just rolls under a truck. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and the drill sergeant's reaction to that was <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's basically like let's make a futuristic action version of Groundhog Day. Yeah, Done. yeah, it's just so good. It's so yeah. fun. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, how Dark like, Souls games were born. Yes, <laughs> there it is, right there. Die, live, die, repeat. Die, repeat. Um, yeah, and that's what it was called, right? But then yeah. they, or was it no, the other? No, it was still... Edge of Tomorrow, and then the marketing changed to Live, Die, Repeat. Live, yeah. Die, Repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's called um, Live That Repeat. It's titled that in some countries, though. Actually, yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's on the box art now. It says Live That Repeat, big letters, and Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, I, rem- I remember yeah. that. Yeah. 
<laughs> like She-Hulk overall, I thought She-Hulk wasn't that bad of a show. I wasn't in any way thinking like, oh, the oh, like the feminist. I wasn't thinking that at all. None of none of that stuff bothered me. I thought it was fun. I thought the way it ended was kind of a little like, eh, I, I don't know if I like that. It's um, poor, I, yeah. I doing yeah, this, but like it was a big swing for sure. It was yeah, a big I swing. Yeah. Yeah. What you're doing, but like I, I, this character to me doesn't feel exactly totally all the way Deadpool. So that seemed odd to me. But in the comic book, she is. But I don't know. Like uh, if, again, I'm, I'm with. Uh, maybe it doesn't fully translate over in a way where it's yeah, as believable yeah, yeah. as like Deadpool. Okay. See, I still I, think uh, that in the comic book she breaks so the com- she breaks the third wall way more than Deadpool. Even. Oh, okay. See yeah, that. I, that's I, like oh. that's her whole thing. Okay. Well, I, I wasn't like mad or anything. I was just like, ah, I don't know about that. But yeah, overall, I didn't a mind it. Too uh, meta for some people. I get it. it yeah, yeah, it was. I can, I can definitely see that for sure. Wakanda Forever, I thought was great. I liked um, yeah, how man. they kind of tackled right in the beginning, like right in the beginning. They're like, oh, we're just dying. And then that happens. And then like just the kind of trauma throughout the movie and the sadness. And it just kind of like more and more it keeps layering and layering. And and then the whole thing with um, um more. I can. I can. Yeah, Namor. Thank you. Uh, was really interesting, and and that world was uh, visually really interesting, and um, kind of like seeing all that down there. Uh, and then I watched the. I was uh, earlier today. Uh, the menu. I was watching the menu. That movie is. <laughs> Two. What the fuck? <laughs> I think my favorite line from it is like, that movie. You can't. You can't do this to me. I went to Harvard. He's like, <laughs> did you get a? Do you get a full scholarship? Yes. Sorry, you're gonna die. Yeah, you're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> said like it's a it's dark humor, and I'm like, yeah, it's like there are moments that are like funny, and it's like, and it's like I don't I don't know if they're like trying to be that way on purpose, but it it's, is funny. Yeah, like, it's, it's a thriller, but yeah, you feel uncomfortable like, yeah. laughing because there's a like, lot of comedy in it. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I I cackled like the dude who with the chair and he's trying to break the thing, and and she just like, oh, let me let me get that for you, sir. She just says it so calmly, but it's like at that point you know what's going Funk on now, and they yeah. know what's going on and it's just it's just so funny i loved uh, the laughs that i that i was giving to the movie the first time i saw it was to nicholas holt when his his reaction to everything while he's like the yeah. craziest shit is happening and he's just eating his meal like eating this is this is great did you put like pepper in this like he's just <laughs> my so favorite ridiculous. my favorite gag is the birthday gag where it's like did one of y'all tell them it's my birthday and they're like yeah and like fun like three hours ago <laughs> yeah it would have been funny like <laughs> that movie is is yeah i i, I and that's yeah. an easy watch on hulu that movie is yeah. super good i like it's on hbo max too right yeah, like, it's it's it might be on it's hulu everything. because it's on hbo HBO. Yeah. Okay. Me. Yeah. I um I I I had a feeling there was gonna be something about it that wasn't quite like this is just a movie about people going to a, like a restaurant. You thing. thought it like, was like the Gordon Ramsay story. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I was unaware of what I was yeah. getting into too when I was watching yeah. it. Uh, I was oh, unaware. So that happy I was... for you guys because I saw the trailer for the movie like sixty-seven times in front of okay. in front of movies. Uh, I'm so happy you guys were able to go in blind because I, yeah. I I felt like the trailers were giving away a little too much by the end of it. Yeah. But, I didn't uh, even know it was a thriller. I, I it kept on being pitched to me as just a dark comedy, and like when there were a lot of thriller elements, I was like, oh, I, I yeah, again, I yeah. just didn't know. Was That's definitely comedy. the best way to experience the movie. Yeah, so that was interesting. Um, and then games wise, I played a little bit high high uh, hi-fi rush on stream. That's really Love fun. It. I I've, uh, only like four hours, so I didn't get like a good feel for it. But I like the combat. The visuals are fantastic. Yeah. I would love like yeah, dude. a movie of that. Um, and then I started something this um Tuesday, Chicken Police. Chicken, you just made a game. That's up. the show, oh, that's cool. everybody. So, Good job. So yeah, we've we had like a bunch of like <laughs> top tier games come out, and Chicken you're Pulse. playing 
chicken police. I haven't gotten Hogwarts yet, guys. I'm busy yeah, playing. You don't want me to fire. You don't want me to fire you. You literally have no power to do anything. You're fired. This is all. That's the show. He's fired. It has like the crime solving elements of like L.A. Noir, but it's it's like the style. Style of the game is um, the last game I thought you'd compare it to. Like if I made a list, you're like you're basically questioning and interrogating people, but it's like a click adventure game. Like interrogating each other, but no, it's straight up anthropomorphic like character. Why is it? black and white and like look cool. yeah it's very noir it's very it's a noir okay the, that makes sense the, body, the bodies this were makes like, no the, sense why are it they makes all like... the this is the most sense anyone's made all night to me <laughs> so hold on I, so the characters it's funny because it's like literal human actors right but then the heads they're not like drawn or or a polygonal it's actual animal heads but okay, like you they lost me. I'm out. They'll, they'll animate, they'll animate like when they squint and they're like mad or like somebody looks like concerned. Um, it's just it's it's absurd. It's completely what? absurd. But it's actually- I don't like that at all. No, uh, this is a nightmare. I, I was I was backing you up, damn, but I'm out. Oh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> are you streaming this or are you playing it? Streaming. The fact it, that the giraffe. This has got. This is such a good stream game. This has got to yeah, be such like, a good stream. It's a half game. hours long. It's not super this long. Is, this is this is the type of weird stuff that people like to watch streaming. Wait, it's, how long is it? It's like six and a half hours long. Oh, I thought you said half an hour, and I was like, oh, well, then I'll get it. Um, <laughs> and then I, I finished Dead Space, uh, which is uh, the remake, which is now the, the definitive version. That game is amazing. They did a fantastic job. I can't wait to yep. hopefully they do the second one. I really hope no. they do the second one. They will. Uh, There's no way yeah. they won't. Well, I've, I've heard people be like, oh, well, maybe they'll skip all the way to like a sequel. No. no. Please do the second one. The second one's a great game. Like it's fantastic. Do both. And then Don't remake the third both. one completely. Don't yes, not that's what leave that's the bones buried. You know, make a new one. <laughs> but like keep the environment because I think the snowy environment could could definitely still contribute to like a really scary like because yeah. it'd be like the thing right like the thing is like takes place yeah. in the very just kill street. the co-op guy make it a yeah. single player experience. Yeah. Well, if you want to keep it co-op, like, that person's in there with you then. But, like, don't, yeah, don't have, like, a weird guy who's following you the entire it's game if you're playing like, single player. Hey, I want a single player spooky game. Once you make it co-op to me, it's not that spooky. Like, that's so just So you have to get rid of that game then. You have to make it a completely different game, you know? Yeah, basically. Except you keep the setting, like you're saying, which I, yeah, I agree with. Um, and then I finished Crisis Core Reunion. Um, oh, nice. I, I think Zach is a great character, and, and he's obviously incredibly important to the overall, like, arching story of Seven. Um, incredibly important. But, like, that game, to me, story-wise, does not hold up. <laughs> um, I, I, can't, I cannot fucking stand Genesis. That dude is just always talking like he's in a goddamn play, and I'm like, Language. dude, just shut Shut up and just talk like a normal person, you you schmuck. Just stop. I can't stand his that character. He is so annoying and stupid. Would and it break it, your heart if all Final Fantasy 16, like everyone talked like that? I, I, <laughs> it actually would. I actually hope anything that you don't like comes true in Final Fantasy. Okay, well, thank you. Everyone's got a great thing to wish on somebody, yeah. Um, but I, I, again, I still think it's like, Jeff, if you don't, if you just don't want to end up playing that game, like maybe just watch a video of at least like what happens towards the end of the mm-hmm. game. Because towards the end of that game is the important stuff that connects to the original game, which is going to Nibelheim. He's still uh, talking about chicken police right now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll no. watch the end of Chicken Police. But yeah, watch watch the watch some kind of video, Jeff. That way, then when you get to like remake a part two, rebirth. I really do want to see the game through because the time that I did play it 
was very enjoyable. It's only so, like 14 how, hours if you're not like doing say, everything, right? Long is just again like no, not compared to seven remake. Compared to seven yeah. remake, to me like the story and even the combat. Like yeah, the combat feels smoother compared to the PSP experience. But mm-hmm. I I think seven remake is more fun to play definitely, and the story is just way better. Um, it's just, it's just all these like weird extra characters that they throw in there. And because it's a, it it was a handheld game, it feels like truncated. Like they just don't have a lot of time to breathe with certain like relationships, like with Zach and Aerith, for example. Um, there's just not a lot of like breathing room with that relationship. But then you're supposed to like really care about that. And then, you know, with, when the game ends, like what happens there? And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like they just didn't spend enough time together to make it feel like, authentic like more authentic so well back then like portable games weren't triple a experiences so you know like so you get you get that you get that level of writing even like uncharted on the vita it's a good game you know but like everything about the story and the way that it was told just feels smaller you know but it's um weird stuff too like they talk that there's like, again like there's genesis and there's like there's all the different like oh well there was experiments with this and that and and these different cells and people are deteriorating and this person looks like this person and it's like oh, it's just a lot of it is honestly nonsense. i forgot how much like clone bullshit's like in that yeah. story too because i i've been playing it on yeah. and off too like whenever yeah. i'm just kind of bored i'm like oh let me throw that on for an hour because i know at some point i'll beat it and yeah. I'm like, ah, I forgot how like, like you're saying, yeah. kind of dumb this story is. It's just <laughs> dumb. It's super dumb. <laughs> I like Zach, and it, I feel like I feel like Zach deserves better. I think he's a great, endearing character. It just he, I think he deserves better. Uh, I, I think, don't want to spoil Final Fantasy remake too, but I think where everyone's going to get some Zach. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they're doing with that. Yeah, because we still don't 100% know what's going on there. Um, but yeah, it, it would be it will be interesting to see. And then again, I, I would like to have that conversation, Jeff. Like, if you do finish this game or just watch a video, and then you see how Crisis Core ends, having that conversation. So yeah, so yeah, that'd be really right. fascinating. I'm done. I might even be on a Chocobo Central for that discussion. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. We could talk about Chicken Police and stuff. We already so. canceled that show. You're fine. No, I'm back in. If we're talking Chicken Police, sign me up. <laughs> I'm on such a roller coaster ride with this game. So if you guys thought that we had a lot of games to talk about this week, next week, thankfully, we already got Like a Dragon Ishin talked about some, so we don't have to spend as much time next week introducing what it is, but we can give updated impressions next week on that. But we also have Atomic Heart. Uh, if Derek ends up buying VRQ, yeah. we'll have to talk about Horizon Call of the Mountain, which, by the way, is getting great reviews. It's like in the 80s and Metacritic. People are loving Horizon Call of the Mountain. Uh, we've got Redemption Reapers, which looks like a pretty awesome Fire Emblem-like, if I remember correctly. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, we've got uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, Octopath Traveler 2. Yeah, there's nothing coming out. So there's a lot next week. Really to, slow. Uh, to get I may have to probably, take a break on buying some of these, to be honest. <laughs> I'll probably be playing Chicken Police. Yeah. I'm glad I could sell you guys on Chicken Police. I, I just love that those kind of games get made. It's like... Someone yeah, made this, man. Someone... Who's this for? Oh, streamers. Streamers to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's it's such nonsense, but it's... I it, like it how made... that, in that picture, the chickens are just staring right at the giraffe's neck. But they legit talk like everything's really serious. Like, they call, like, the chickens, the, like, the derogatory, the slur for chickens are, like, pigeons. You call them pigeons. Cause oh, that, my gosh. And, like, the, the ra- it's kind of racial though, stuff. It's, like, racial <laughs> stuff. Like, it, yeah, there's, like, all these layers to, like, kind of how the way people talk to each other and treat each other because it's it feels like it's in the 50s right you know of that of that era so yeah but the, those chickens are wearing leather jackets yeah yeah anyway 
it is what it is. Hey, listen, thanks for the <laughs> chat tonight. This has been a really cool episode. Lots of good stuff that we've talked about. Hope you guys yeah, enjoyed listening much. and watching. <laughs> and watching. I'm tired. And uh, But we'll see it's you guys next watching. week. A lot more games to talk about. I'll probably mainly be playing Hogwarts all week. I'll try to play some Atomic mm-hmm. Heart and maybe one other thing, but it's going to be mostly Hogwarts. I'll, I'll play Atomic Heart because it's I'm going to play everything. Derek will play everything. Uh, can't promise I'll have a shirt next week, though. He's done two in a row, so that we can't ask much <laughs> more. That one slowly has been coming off. All it, I noticed two, the buttons going down. Yeah. As Every time episode. I look back I, over, I it's, it's more beer. off. Dude looks beer. like he's in a 90s boy band right now. What you is don't going get your on? mask next week now. You didn't. You couldn't act right all episode. You don't get your mask next week. <laughs> so true. All right, Tell guys, me why. <laughs> See ya. Cluck, cluck, mother...